Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four Eyed Radio. Check us all out on FourEyedRadio.com. Greetings, true listeners. We are back with another episode of the Lombox Cast. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Longbox Cast. It's time to catch up on comic books, pop vinyls, superhero shows, which I'm starting to believe that the CW should just call themselves the DCW at this point with all the freaking shows they're collecting. The Longbox Cast. Too many issues for a short box. Greetings, comic bookies and bookers and everybody alike who likes comic books. If you're listening to this right now, hopefully you participated in last week's free comic book day because we're going to be talking about that. Of course, we're going to be talking about uh, the movie that just came out. What was that called? Oh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So we're going to chit-chat about that, and those will probably have some spoilers in there, so we'll give you a heads up and let you guys know when that's going to happen if you haven't seen it yet. Um, Also, we got some little bit of news about catching up with... um, Ooh, that's also what we're going to talk about. I forgot to talk about it earlier, but we got some Rick and Morty stuff to talk about, actually, a little bit. Um, and also, we got um, new boxes. Uh, Kyle's got some comic books. And um, I think that's going to wrap it up, except for... Oh, yeah, that's right. The first season of Riverdale has ended, and Kyle and I, we got some stuff to talk about. So sit back, relax, kids, and it's all time for a brand new episode of The Love. And we are back, so I want to thank you guys. Yes, we are back with a brand new episode. And if you're looking to find us, you're like, where can I find these guys? Where are they? Well, you can go to 4 You can go to Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, and now Google Play Music. And, of course, we're brought to you by Amazon.com. You go to the Sasquatch.net, click on that Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. And now that that's all out of the way. Um, by the time you guys are listening to this, um, it, had, it would already have passed, but uh, I'm just going to say it. I know it doesn't apply to... I mean, it applies to our mothers, but happy Mother's Day, everybody. Um, and Kyle, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, it, it's raining here, so it's kind of depressing out. But, I mean, oh. I could be worse. I got a roof over my head. That, that is true. So I'm glad, I'm glad you're looking at the silver, the silver lining of the rain. Now, has it been raining constantly over there for a while, or is this is like the first rain of it's the season? It's been raining quite a bit. I mean, we've had some nice weather for the past few weeks, but then, like, was it Thursday, Friday, Saturday? It's supposed to be raining. Tomorrow's supposed to be nice, thankfully, for Mother's Day. So, well, that's good. Okay. Be, you know, even though it's been like raining three days straight, tomorrow for Mother's Day, it's going to be probably like soggy outside or something like that, which is going to suck. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, in fact, it's funny that you say that. I'm curious if that's why. Now, has your weather been like, because um, I'm not sure how weather is in other states at this time of year. So that. Now, is that normal for your guys' weather? Because uh, I know our weather over here has been very different this year. Our weather is never normal. Well, actually, no, I, can, I can't say that. Our normal is sporadic and constantly changing no matter what. We could okay. have like a 70 degree day during the winter, which is completely bonkers for us. Ooh. And 
I mean, we're anything can happen. At, like, I wouldn't be surprised if it just started snowing right now. I really wouldn't be surprised. Oh, okay. oh wow. Okay, so you got one of those kind of. Yeah, our weather over here in uh, in AZ Arizona has been very like it's supposed to be honestly right now. Like, I think it started heating up yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, we like this is May, so I'm not used to like it being kind of really nice. Uh, usually May, uh, I would say probably in middle of March, it gets to like, we're hitting like, you know, double digits and then triple digits almost pretty much. Uh, so our weather's been very weird. I mean, it rained a couple of days ago here and in May we're like, that never happened. So I was just curious if like the weather's just been off everywhere. And like, I'm thinking like 2000, my, my theory has been like this joke theory that 2017 has been trying to overcorrect from 2016. Um, <laughs> as people like quote unquote said, that was a really bad year or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, maybe it's just like, hey, look, the weather was really bad. I'm going to try to fix that for you this year. But next year, you know, uh, we might go back to normal. So it's just hmm. been very odd. I know this is exactly what people tuned in for for uh, Longbox guests. It's like, let's talk about the weather, Cal. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So um, without further ado, Kyle, before we dive into the show, uh, how have you been and what's new with you? I've been doing pretty good. Um see here uh not a whole lot uh went and saw guardians last week actually saw it like the friday it came out um yeah yeah like i just couldn't wait for that movie like i i was super excited i can't wait to talk about it with you um because you know like i went and saw it with my wife and we were both excited about it and she enjoyed it but she doesn't get excited about some of the things that were in there like I did. And I'm pretty sure you know exactly what I got super excited about. Um, and you know what? She's not alone. Um, Kyle, we've been blessed that we've known this stuff for like a long time and we researched it. We've read stuff. We love comic books. And exactly. stuff like that. So there, there, to me, it's also kind of cool because that means you can grab an audience who has no idea what this is and enjoy it. And you can still also please the people who know the material mm-hmm. and give them other stuff that you're just like, holy crap, like kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, like, I enjoy getting to like explain things to her. But there just comes a time when I'm like, I just want to nerd out with someone else. And like, my uncle who got me into comic books and whatnot, he hasn't seen the movie yet, so I can't nerd out with him. Oh, so I'm kind of just like sitting in the dark, and I'm just like, uh, this is, this is torture. I I needed to geek out, so I've been waiting for this episode so I can just geek out over everything that got to happen and whatnot. Um, yeah, I, I totally know what you mean. Cause I don't think my brother has seen it yet. And I know I'm supposed to be hanging out with him, uh, later tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, that's the one thing I would be like, Oh my God, you have to see this. Cause it's like, you want to talk about it, but you can't spoil. I don't want to spoil anything for people. Yeah. So kind of like this, like, so everyone's like my whole thing's like, Oh, how was guardians of the galaxy volume two? I'm like, Oh, I loved it. It was great. It was fun and stuff. Oh, okay. And then I'm like, and that's all I can get out. You're like, Hmm. No yeah. one's seen this, you know, so can can totally relate with that. So, um, but speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, um, it's, uh, what was it? I, I ended up getting uh, my two boxes uh, for uh, Marvel and DC. Um, mm-hmm. Both of them, uh, both of them put me for a loop. So this was the first box that they actually advertised what pop vinyls were going to be in there. Okay. So they actually showed you like ahead of time. You could actually take a sneak peek. So yeah, I had uh, one of my friends who collects the pop vinyls and was a huge Guardians fan. Told me he was very disappointed with the uh, Groot in, or with the uh, Guardians one. 
Yeah, that's what. Uh, yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh, I think you said that. Yeah, you mentioned that to me earlier. I think you were saying like, yeah, someone was not too happy with like the the pop. Um, and that's fine and all. I mean, I I can get it. Me, I'm okay. Uh, I mean, after seeing the movie, <clears throat> I probably would have been like, oh, this would actually been like probably a really good pop to do for the movie. But I get it. Not trying to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. But um, speaking of people who don't care about spoilers, um, DC freaking dropped something on me and i was like wait what uh when they when they gave me my box for uh, wonder woman which i was like okay that one's crazy but i'll talk about the guardian one first so you got the pop final like we said it's a uh, grouton rocket really cool shirt yeah. really cool shirt all of them's on it um like yondu mantis you have all the new characters as well um kind of cool which is funny because i'm like wow i think this is my first like guardians of the galaxy shirt i said about uh, and then it was like a Dorbs, the, it was Star-Lord and his ship. Nice. Uh, which I actually ended up taking out of the package because I'm like, this is actually really kind of cool. And I think it would look better like out of the box. So I'm kind of branching oh, yeah. out. Definitely. Especially with the Dorbs. I'm like, mm, yeah. So that one was pretty cool. And then I'm trying to remember what, yeah, then I got a comic. Um, I'm trying to remember what the comic was. I think it was called, what's the new thing that they're doing right now? Uh, Marvel's DC new. Like, Rebirth. Oh, the dinky is that what it's actually called? No, DC Rebirth. Oh, not DC. Uh, did I say DC or Marvel? Oh, that's right. You're talking about Marvel. My bad. I'm sorry. Uh, um, I'm half paying attention. Oh no, you're good. I know they did. This. <laughs> They're leading up this huge thing during like Free Comic Book Day. Like there was going to be a couple of issues that tied into like this. Like, oh, was it like the Marvel? Like, it's the whole thing with Captain America right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, was it like Empire or something like that? Yeah, yeah, Secret, Secret Empire. Empire. That was it. That was it. So I think yeah. the comic actually says Secret Empire on it, but it's like uh, Groot and uh, Rocket on the uh, on the on the cover. And I think it's actually done by Scott Scotty Young, who does a okay. lot of like work for Marvel. So okay, yeah, um, I haven't looked. Yeah. Into that. Yeah, but I was just like, okay, cool. So um, uh, so. Yeah, so get that little box and then went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy. So um, do we want to dive into that right now, that segue, or did we want to... We'll finish up the uh, Wonder Woman box and whatnot. And the Wonder Woman box? To... Okay, so I'm going to put it this way. I've been stoked for Wonder Woman. Um, like, the newest trailer just came out, and mm-hmm. she was, like, so much stuff, and I was like, holy crap. But, um, so I get the Wonder Woman box, open it up. I was a little disappointed just because, like, instead of getting, like, a shirt, I just got a pair of socks. Mm-hmm. which are cool, but I was just like, oh, I really wish I would have gotten a cool, like, Wonder Woman shirt. Um, and, of course, actually, there was no comic this time, and then I got one of those little, like, minifigures, like, it's, like, a new thing by um, uh, Funko or whatnot. It's, like, the little bodies with the big heads, and they're almost, like, I don't know. I have, like, a Captain America one and a Red Skull one at work, and now I brought the Wonder Woman one to work. So then I got the the pop vinyls, which I'll take pictures of this stuff and send it on the interweb so everyone can see but so you get this badass like wonder woman one she's got like a rope and everything that and i was like oh my god okay this is the one they advertised then looked over and i was like oh final so you get two pop vinyls in this box now i'm gonna have to go and grab this one real quick okay and i was like okay so they're doing this with the movie So this is actually interesting. So the character, she's in the movie. So spoilers, we don't want to know who this. I mean, they just showed her in the new teaser trailer. If people, it's like a really quick thing. But her name is Doctor uh, Maru. 
I don't know if you've ever heard of this character from. But apparently she um, actually seems to be a pretty dominant person in the comics at one point. Apparently she's known as like Dr. Poison. Uh, and when I finally got the pop vinyl, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Did a little research. And then the newest trailer came out and showed that character. And I was like, wow, they're really digging deep for the Wonder Woman movie. Like finding like, I've never even like kind of heard of this villain kind of thing. So mm -hmm. it was very interesting. So I'm very like curious now, like what Wonder Woman's going to be doing. I'm like, I thought she's going to be battling like gods. And now she's battling like this crazy, like World War One like poison expert, like person as well. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, very curious about the Wonder Woman movie. So. So I just thought that was that was very very odd. Of course, it doesn't. The pop vinyl does not represent the uh, the picture because I guess it's supposed to be like half her face is gone and then she has like a mask. Mm -hmm. But it looks like the mask is like on the on the cover. It looks like the mask is covering her face, but uh, the pop vinyl only looks like it's covering like this much of her face, <laughs> like down here. And you're like, I think you I think you screwed this up. But nah. um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna really. Funko doesn't care. They're like, we're doing fine. We can do whatever we want. So like, literally, we can make, yeah. we can really make, we literally can make a like a poop, uh, like a Mr. Hanky poop thing. Like it wouldn't even be Mr. Hanky. It would just be poop with eyes on it, and you kids would eat that shit up. Literally, you'd eat it up. You know. Um, so you think Funko's Funko's good, but yeah. So those are the boxes I got. Hmm. So um, that's awesome. Uh, I'm trying to think, uh, but yeah. Uh, I haven't really gotten any pop vinyls in a while, just financially wise, haven't been able to. But I mean, um, what was they? They had announced one pop vinyl. I was like, okay, I have to get it. Um, crap. You know what? I'm gonna research this real quick. Uh, if you uh, you want to talk about that Rick and Morty thing? Oh, um, well, I was just gonna. Actually, Rick and Morty was going to be more of a uh, bouncing off the ideas and everything like that. But, um, yeah, so, of course, I finally watched the, you know, the latest episode of Rick and Morty, the season one premiere that happened on, like, April 1st. I shouldn't say I just recently watched it. I watched it a while ago, but uh, was able to, like, watch it and then watch it again. Mm -hmm. But, um, so, yeah, so uh, Kyle and I were talking about that. We found out that we're both fans of Rick and Morty. We like the show. So I was like, all right, you know what? Let me talk about it because, honestly, I don't have anybody really to talk about. Rick and Morty with uh, I have a few people but it's never like for long lengths of periods or anything like that so of course everyone has all these theories that are coming out um, you know what's what and things like that so I was just thinking about just thinking when the new season you know finally gets uh, starts getting going because uh, I know they just premiered that first episode this might be something Kyle and I can touch upon every once in a while catch people up we might just do like an entire like episode of like going through the entire like Rick and Morty, like two seasons and the new stuff and be like throwing out ideas and, you know, theories and whatnot. Um, love that universe. It's a really kind of cool, like universe. So that's pretty much all I was thinking about for Rick and Morty. Um, oh, okay. that's like nothing like anything like that, but yeah, I saw the newest episode. thought it was great. Um, I think the last we spoke, I haven't watched it yet. Um, but yeah, just, uh, just can't wait for the show to come back. And, uh, yeah, a lot of, lot of, lot of funny stuff rewatching because I ended up rewatching season one and two again because uh, it's on Hulu and I just like went through it like whatever. Um, pretty much it. Um, 
I think I played uh, Get Swifty for Matthew last night on the show, and he was he was like, oh, hey, this is a pretty good like you know beat or whatnot. But then he hears the lyrics, and he's just like, what? And I'm like, yeah, it's. I just wanted to get your reaction on that. I thought it was funny. <laughs> nice. But yeah, so um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, no, but speaking of like the pop vinyls and everything like that, yeah, I haven't actually physically gone out and bought one. Uh, I just been getting them from those boxes. In fact, I actually canceled mm-hmm. two of my boxes from um, another subscription. So I have been like cutting back on a lot of stuff. I think the only thing I'm getting now really is Loot Crate and those two. So it's like so like a lot, but it's like a lot. Lot I cut myself back. It was what I'm just trying to say. Like people are like, you got too yeah. many of those things. I'm like, yeah, I started getting that, but I think it really sucked because like I think I got rid of I got rid of Gamer Block. That's because mm-hmm. I was not impressed with Gamer Block for M, the mature adult, like for more mature people. Like the shirts have been cool, but like most of the stuff I've been getting, I was like, wow, this is really kind of lame since they switched over from doing just arcade block to to this. So I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to get rid of it. And then I didn't want to get rid of it, but I ended up getting rid of Nerd Block as well. So it's like, you know what, let me just cut my losses right now because I got a bunch of stuff I got to save up for. Overtime's back at work. So I was like, you know what, let me, let me get rid of these, save some money, stock up some money, and get things back on track before super crazy and whatnot um but yeah like me i have i've 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 seen a lot of pop vinyls and i was like i want that but i haven't like bought anything so the only ones i've been getting are just like those from those boxes just because i was like ah yeah i think i forget that i'm subscribed to those things that actually happened i think it was like an email was like you've been charged i was all like oh i'm getting the wonder woman box i guess this month uh shit uh like i forget but then it was funny because like when i think about canceling like, I think next month's DC is going to be Batman the Animated Series. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, so I'm getting that, obviously. <laughs> and then you'll like, forget. I'll forget about Marvel. Like, next thing I know, I'm going to get the thing for Marvel, which is the Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, Homecoming. Be, oh, I mean, it's Homecoming. Yeah, oh, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll totally get that. And then, like, I'll forget. Like, I'll be like, okay, after the Spider-Man box, I'm going to cancel because this is the thing they do where you get it now. You flip it yeah. over and there's like the thing that tells you this is what's coming next month you're like well i gotta get that like yeah but no um i think yeah okay so the pop final i wanted to get mm-hmm. that i have to get when it comes out is the kingdom hearts pop finals oh right yes yeah uh with uh sora with his keyblade and then uh goofy and donald um i might have to what? get a second donald just because um when they do it like when this way, when I'm playing Kingdom Hearts and Donald pisses me off because he didn't heal me in time, I can just chuck his pop final somewhere. <laughs> you know, that'd be, that'd be so great that, like, that's, like, a section in the store when people are going to pick it up. They're like, oh, would you like to purchase another Donald today? And people are like, why do I need to purchase another one? It's like, well, um, a lot of people don't like it that Donald doesn't heal people in time. So we've, we, we, have, we have throw Donald at the wall style pop final that you can purchase. It's a lot just- more softer and squishier, so this way it doesn't damage your wall. Yeah, so, um, oh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I think I'll get that. It's like every time you throw it, he just does that, like, <laughs> like <laughs> something. Um, oh, yeah, okay, so when did those come out now? Because we've been waiting for the third game to drop, and I think they're going to have some more previews for that at E3 in June. Uh, and maybe I when they come out. I couldn't find uh, the original tweet I had said when they were coming out, but I definitely remember them now, and it's... And as for Kingdom Hearts 3, hopefully sometime next year. Um, yeah, I think I read something about that saying next year. 
Yeah, sometime next year. All I know about it so far is that it'll have Hercules again. Because mm. you actually start off with Hercules. Because at the end of the uh, 2.8 game mm-hmm. that they recently with actually, um, it ends with Sora actually going to the Coliseum. And that's where uh, Hercules is going to start. Mm. So, or that's where Kingdom Hearts 3 will start is with the Hercules area. After that, um, I don't. I don't know any other worlds besides Big Hero 6 and Tangled, like they've announced mm. in the previous game. So I'm hoping at like maybe like E3 or even D23, the Disney um, convention that's happening this year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, hopefully they'll have some kind of announcement saying, hey, we got a, we got a big announcement for Kingdom Hearts. So we'll see what happens. Um, fingers crossed. I'm really excited to see what other worlds we're going to be going to and uh, what else we can expect. So I would love it if they got to do like a Marvel world or Star Wars world and whatnot. Yeah, there there was rumors about that, like, like those things popping up. So It just seems obvious because back in whenever Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, they didn't have Marvel. They didn't have uh, Star Wars. They didn't even have uh, Pixar yet. I mean, oh, Pixar that's right, still- yeah. But Disney eventually bought Pixar. So hopefully um, there will be like some kind of like Pixar world or something where cause like there's so many Pixar movies. You can't just like just pick one and not the and not the rest. So yeah. If you could find a way to make it this way, like each world is in the same world or something like that. Because like go with like the Pixar theory or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then there's. Marvel World, which would be awesome. I mean, you could base it off of, like, the original Avengers movie. You could base it off one of the cartoons or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many possibilities to go with that. Uh, Because, I mean, they did do, was it Pirates of the Caribbean in, like, the second game? Yeah, they did Pirates of the Caribbean, and that was only the first movie. So there's still two, three, four, five movies you could do. Exactly. So I'm, I'm, I have, I have a feeling if uh, maybe that's why it's taking so long because maybe they're like, oh, we're gonna go ahead. We we have like all these other like worlds that we want to incorporate into the third game or whatnot. So yeah, because I mean, I've been playing the second, replaying the second one because I got the 1.5, 2.5 package for the PlayStation Four. Yeah, I originally had those games for the PlayStation Three, but then my PlayStation Three decided to crap out. So I'm hoping. Uh, and, like, I've been just playing it and whatnot, and I've been, like, coming up with, like, theories of, like, okay, so I don't see them really doing a Halloween Town again because, obviously, they've kind of played out the main story of it and whatnot, so there's no real need for it. They could bring back Ariel from Little Mermaid and do Little Mermaid 2. Mm. Um, you could do Aladdin 3. Oh, Return of Jafar. Ooh. No, no, no. That was, that was uh, the second one. Oh, that's right. That was the second one. Yeah, no, and they already did that oh. one, technically. That's right. The third With one was uh, the, uh, his father. His father. Yeah, that's right. So you could do that one. Um, I, I really hope they don't do Mulan too, because that would just suck. Oh, that's right. They did do. Did they do Mulan in the second one? They did Mulan in the second one. That's right. Okay. And like I said, they've already announced Big Hero Six and um, Tangled. So it okay. gives you like an idea of like, okay, so how far will it go? Will there be frozen? I don't know. Mm. I think they should just let that go. Yeah, well, me too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see I what you did there. Joke, yeah, I know. I you know what's funny about Frozen? I've still yet to see it. 
you know, it's not a bad movie. It's just so overhyped. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. Like everyone says, it wasn't that like it's like it's they're like it's a pretty good movie, but it's like for the way amount the attention it got for it, everyone's like that. But it was just one of those things where I'm like, it's like I have no problem with it because I was like Tangled. I watched Tangled. I was like, this actually was really good. Yeah, like, I was very surprised because I mean, the last time I think they did CGI movie Disney without Pixar, everyone was like, eh, Disney mm-hmm. stick to animation. Um, but yeah, so I'm very I'm very curious. But yeah, that is true. I'm trying to remember what was another. Oh, that would be awesome if they did Wreck It Ralph. I was just gonna say, yeah, Wreck It Ralph would be great. Obviously, you're not gonna be able to get like all the little cameos that were in there from like the uh, previous games or something like that. Because like, obviously, yeah. you're not gonna see like Pac Man or Sonic or something like that in the background. Yeah, because just because of the rights and whatnot. But I think it would be great for them to do that. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I would love to see Moana and Brave, but I think that might be a little bit too late for them. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, that would they still haven't done yeah. Pocahontas. Yeah, I was curious about that. They still haven't done that. So they haven't done Pocahontas. Now, they've done Lilo and – well, they've done Stitch from okay. Being in Space with uh, Birth by Sleep. Yes. But they haven't done Lilo and Stitch. So we still haven't mm. seen Lilo. So I would love okay. to see – like. The world where, because like in Kingdom Hearts two, Stitch was a summon. Yes. And back with Kingdom Hearts one, a lot of the summons finally got their worlds back. So you got Simba in Kingdom Hearts one, and then you got the Lion King world in two, and then you yes. got Mushu in Kingdom Hearts one, and then he came back. So I wouldn't be um, okay, surprised yeah. if we got a Stitch, Lilo and Stitch world with Hawaii and all the cousins. Oh, uh, shit, Kyle, man. Okay, you're just like, I haven't played these games in ages, and I'm literally like, fuck, I'm going to go out and buy both of those today, aren't I? Kingdom of Hearts 1 and 2 for the PlayStation well, 4, just to fucking... Yeah, just get 1.5, 2.5. It comes, it comes with four games. Uh, oh, shit, okay. Three, no, technically three, because no one ever plays Chain of Memories. That game sucks. And then it comes <laughs> with the cinematic um, movies for... Uh, two of the games, so this way you don't actually have to play them. You just get like the cinematic uh, stuff. Oh, okay. and it, kinda, it, it tells you basically what happened in those games, so you don't have to play or anything like that. Um, so you get oh, Kingdom Hearts cool. One, you get Chain of Memories. Again, no one plays it. Kingdom Hearts Two, Birth by Sleep, and then you also get the cinematic movies for three hundred fifty-eight over two, and then recoded. And then if you get two point eight, that comes with Dream Drop Distance, which I actually really enjoyed playing up on the uh, um, on the TV. Okay, so much better than playing it like on a little handheld. Oh, okay, very cool. Um, yeah, I might. Yeah, I might have to look into that today now or something or this weekend because like I've I haven't played them in so long and I mm-hmm. don't even think I have. I think I have Kingdom Hearts one for the PlayStation two, but I do not have a PlayStation two mm-hmm. to play it on. So I'm all like, man, maybe I should. That's another thing with PlayStation. I'm like. Well, um, usually I, I, you get rid of your uh, systems, uh, but then you re-released your games, and I was like, "Yeah, I haven't played the Kingdom Hearts in like ages." Because I, I almost bought it for the three, the the PlayStation Three, at one point, and then totally forgot about it, kind of thing. And then like you talking about it again, I'm like, "Yeah, you know what? Maybe I should jump back into that. Just get it for the PlayStation <laughs> Four and just like uh, play that." But uh, we'll see with that, because I mean, every time I go to try to play something new, oh, that's what I play. That's games, um, but. I'll get to that real quick. I totally forgot I get to play the Guardians of the Galaxy Tall Telltale game. 
Oh, nice. How uh, was that? I really enjoyed it. Like, I like the Batman one. I thought they did a really good job on that one. And this one's mm-hmm. really cool, too. So I'm waiting for the, you know, episode two to come out. Um, but, yeah, just went ahead and bought it. Uh, I think it was, like, 14 bucks for the entire, like, season pass thing. Mm-hmm. Or 29 bucks, one of the two. But it was just like, all right, got it. And I did that with Batman, which I think worked out great. Because it's like, as soon as I got done with it, the next episode would come out next month. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then play that. And then so on and so forth so um but yeah really fun really cool really interesting how you have to make your choices again uh it's like it's really bad because this one is like you're dealing with a bunch of team members mm-hmm. and of course you're like i want to please everybody but you can't please everybody so it's also like uh right now i think rocket's pissed off at me for something so it's kind of like <laughs> i think but yeah so i yeah probably i'm thinking i'll let you know i'll probably be looking into some kingdom hearts this weekend maybe uh, but i've been i've been i've been so stuck with zelda doing a bunch of stuff with that that's kind of like every time i try to think about a new game i'm like but zelda you know and fall back into that <laughs> yeah yeah I've been playing uh, breath of the wild and overwatch oh so, overwatch geez. i haven't You okay there? Oh no, I was just yeah, I was waiting. Like I, I was saying Overwatch, but I wanted you to finish your sentence. That's why I stopped. Um, but yeah, no, I I bought the game, installed it, have not played it yet. <laughs> See, I played the beta when it first came out. Okay. Because I was like, you know what? Let me check this thing out. It looks interesting, and I'm not really a big first-person shooter game. I'm more of a hack and slash. Hence, Kingdom Hearts and like Batman, Arkham games and stuff like that, and the possibility yeah. of me getting Mortal Kombat or, or not more uh, Marvel versus Capcom three that's coming out. Uh, I'm definitely getting yes. That. Or four, I don't remember which number it is, but it's infinite. Actually, I think it's called Infinity. Infinite, yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. So I'm definitely getting that. But anyways, so I played it and I was like, all right, this isn't so so bad. But I was kind of hoping for like maybe like a story mode to like explain the characters better or something like that, you know. Mm, yeah 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 it was just one of their first like kind of like it was like team fortress 2 uh where it's just online play battles and stuff of that which is i hear is fun and stuff that but yeah like i think i did one of those game things where it was like buy two get one free Mm. and i was debating between certain games and in retrospect probably i should have gotten titanfall 2 because i heard like the storyline with that is really good um because the first titanfall was just like online play um but yeah i ended up doing like the skyrim that and i got some, i'm trying to remember the other game that i got it's i just can't remember it right now but that's just what happened this is my problem i have so many games that i've yet to complete and here i'm talking about like oh, i should totally go out and buy more games that yeah uh, yeah definitely it's a vicious it's a vicious cycle at least uh with yes. uh at least with nintendo right now with the switch it's like i was playing zelda and then i picked up mario kart uh deluxe just because i'm like well I enjoy these games. I know I'm going to play. Plus, as people come over, I have another game where everyone can kind of sit down and play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so okay, interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I have to, I have to anyway, touch on that. so back to um, yeah. we're supposed to be talking about uh, comics and not video games. Comics, yeah. <laughs> I know we went to a little bit of arcade bros. Um, you know, if you want to take this segment and just throw it into arcade bros and just call it an episode, go right on ahead. I might have to. I might have to. That'll be actually. I should do that sometime. When you know what I should do? When okay, we'll do this. Well, this will be the last bit of video game talk, people, and we'll get back to our our comics. But I'll say this, guy. When Kingdom Hearts three does come out, uh, we'll I'll have to have you get on the show, and we'll do like just a huge like Kingdom Hearts like uh episode on Arcade oh. Bros. 
talk yeah, about like definitely. from the beginning. So, we'll, we'll so if you guys want to listen to that, then we'll have to wait till Kingdom Hearts three comes out. But um, back to the comics and everything that. So I know we want to talk about Gardens of the Galaxy too. But did you want to touch upon some of the comics you got for Free Comic Book Day? Um. Yeah. Let me grab those real quick. So while Kyle's grabbing that, I'm going to let you kids know about another sponsor we have on the show. It's called Revenge Lover. Uh, illustrates and designs that fit your personalities. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com and mention you heard it on the 4i Radio Network, and you'll get 10% off of your first purchase. That's right, kids. So just check out revengelover.com. Now, while Kyle, Kyle's going to go pull up his, find his uh, free comic books for free comic book days, I'm going to just little, let you guys know that tonight, um, so well, this will be, you're listening to this probably Wednesday this week, but uh, tonight is uh, for Saturday, uh, the day before Mother's Day. I am going actually to go see Kevin Smith, uh, an evening with Kevin Smith at the uh, uh, Stand Up Live, so uh, that's going to be interesting. So hopefully I'll have a story about all that when, uh, when uh, uh, probably what was it, maybe two weeks from now or whatnot when we do the next episode, but that should be interesting. Yeah, Kyle, just, I just went ahead and plugged a, a sponsor, Revenge Lover, and then I uh, told the kids, gave them a little sneak peek at uh, one of our next episodes of uh, Long Box Cast when I get to talk about when I went to go see An Evening with Kevin Smith. So Yeah, definitely cannot wait to hear about that, man. That should be interesting. I'm going to see if I can do a meet and greet and ask any questions or whatnot. Um, we'll see what happens, but uh, I figure – Break that down a little bit, and now Kyle is back. So, yes, they had a lot of free comic books, which, of course, if you listen to our last episode... Which uh, did Kyle not get gave... released. Yeah, I just realized that, because this actually should be episode 98, right? Yeah, this should be episode 98 that we're talking, but it's episode 97, because last episode that we recorded, I, I got lazy and forgot to release. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's all it's all good, man. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, I was just curious about that. So, okay. So, uh, guess what, um, Kyle? You're not going to believe this. So, we were supposed to have an episode where you talked about all these like free comic books coming out, but since good old Barry Allen decided, oh, I'm going to go back in time and switch stuff, our episode <laughs> was uh, released. So, in the words of the great philosopher, "Damn it, Barry!" Um, but Kyle, what did you pick up for free comic book day? So, I now certain stores. I just want to put this out there right now. <clears throat> Certain stores, they usually put, like, a limit on how many free comic books you can get. Um, the one right around the corner from my house, they had a limit of four. So, not too bad. And then, like, another one just down the road, they had a limit of three. Which, okay. Whatever. That's so pretty good. So. I picked up seven comics, two of which, um, one went to my roommate because I got the Legend of Zelda one for her. Nice. And then... I got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one for my father-in-law. Nice. So, I have five books. Um, I'm not really going to go into some depth on some of them. Like, uh, one of the free comic book days was, like, an actual issue of The Walking Dead. Oh. They just re-released for free comic book day, so. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, there's that. It's um, just called Marvel. Um. Now, Marvel had two free comic books. Uh, one was for the Secret Empire, which was like basically tying. It's the issue zero that ties in with everything. I did yeah. not get that, but I did pick up the all new Guardians of the Galaxy book. I really haven't read it yet. Okay, I'm wondering if that's that. the comic I got. <laughs> and then in the back of it, it's also got um, a little plus for uh, the Defenders. Oh, um, so the new book that's coming out for that. So, very cool. 
Yes. Um, I picked up the Rick and Morty book. Nice. Morty, Morty. Morty, we're on a comic book. Morty, Morty. Oh, geez, Rick, I don't want to be on a comic book. Morty, Morty, it's going to be cool. It's going to be it's gonna be great. It's, uh, like, he's going to open it, and it's going to be us. Yeah. Okay. You done? <laughs> Are you yeah, done? no. I'm done. Sure. Yeah, I'm done. All right. Don't make me mute your ass. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, um, so Rick and Morty, uh, I read it. It was actually pretty funny. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's basically just like one of their adventures that they go on, and like they go through like this whole get rich quick scheme and whatnot, and then it backfires, and then it ends on a cliffhanger. So you got to pick up like the rest of the Rick and Morty comics that will tie that this will tie into, and then in the back of it, they got like a little ad, which apparently is. For another comic book with Summer and uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole. Oh, Mr. Poopy Butthole. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so those two have, like, their comic book together, which is, like, the most odd team-up ever, but it's hysterical. That's funny. Um, And then I picked up this one just because it looked pretty interesting. It's um, I Hate Image, and hate it was entirely drawn by Scotty Young. Oh, wow. Now, this is a very mature book. I will put it this way. And this one I found to be really hysterical. Basically, it's this little girl from their book. Um, let me see if I can find the ad for it. Um, let's see here. I think it's in the back. It's just way so you know where she's from. Uh, but she's from I Hate Fairytale Land or Fairyland. Okay. Um, apparently, she's been trapped in Fairyland or whatever. And it's just like this little girl, I think. I, I don't know the full story, but from what I can gather, maybe she's like this girl who originally was a girl and then got like, she went to Fairyland because, you know, what girl doesn't want to go there? And then eventually she kind of got fed up with it and then just started becoming an asshole. Mm. So anyways, um, you see her fighting this uh, chick or whatever. She's like, you're going to tell me how to get to Image Land. Um and she's like, I ain't going to tell you shit. You're going to have to beat the shit out of me. She's like, okay, fine. And so she literally beats the shit out of her. So then, like, wow. the rest of the book is her narrating how to get through to um, Image Land. And so she finally um, lands on Image Land. And she's like, all right, when you first get there, um, you're going to hit the outskirts. Um, let's see here. Uh, she says, you'll know when you've made it to the border of image. It will look like you have nothing to worry about, but don't let that fool you. No one usually makes it past the outskirts because of the zombies that most likely eat your face off. So right now she's like in the Walking Dead area of image. Oh, so, okay. So it is like image comics. It's image comics, but she's like, it's like this whole world. Yeah. Basically, okay. Imagine a world where like each section of image is something almost. Okay. Like, yeah. That, okay. That's what I was like. I'm hearing this. I'm like, okay, they're actually talking about like image comics. And then you mentioned that with the walkie. I'm like, that's okay. That's pretty genius. I so, like this. Okay. Right now um, she's in a world full of like no color, everything. So it looks just like the walking dead comics. Oh, that's amazing. So then, of course, she's like, I'd advise you to run as fast as your little uh, striped legs uh, will let, will take you. And she says, if you can survive long enough to find a cop named Rick, then you'll have some help. But you'll need to give him uh, something to uh, to get him on your side. So, and obviously in the comic books, if you've read The Walking Dead comic books, Rick doesn't have a hand. Mm. He lost it a while back. So she gives him, like, a cartoon hand with only four fingers. <laughs> So then, 
that first play, this is actually pretty funny. He's like, when she first encounters Rick, Rick's like, who the fuck are you? Carl, if she moves, Carl, shoot her in the brain, Carl. And uh, Carl's like, he likes saying my name. <laughs> Carl! Uh, let's, yeah. Oh my god, okay. I need to look, check this series out now. That's amazing. So, uh, they're they're through. The, they're on the you know um, Winnebago uh, truck thing, going through the zombies and whatnot, and they get surrounded by the zombies. So she's like, "Why have we stopped?" And he was like, "There's too many of them. We'll have to go past them on the by on foot." She said, "He's like, we need to stick together. If this, if we plan on getting out of this alive, I can't express how important teamwork is going to be." She's like, "Yeah, I was thinking of a different plan." And just like shoves Rick into the zombies and then just escapes. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. And, oh, you know, that's and he's like, as he's dying, he's like, you little bitch. <laughs> oh, that's so then genius. She lands in another world, a whole bunch of other worlds. Now, I don't really know a lot of other Image comics besides Walking Dead. So she lands, yeah, in, this, uh, like... she lands in like a futuristic world part. And then she ends up with a space guy. Um, And like there's... A whole bunch of other things going on. Um, that is, yeah. I'm trying to think of like I know a few. So like I know they have Spawn and they have like yeah. um, you'll see Spawn soon enough. They have like the Creed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, they have so, like I'm trying to remember. Yeah, like in comics. So. So then, of course, um, this is the funny part. Like, there's this one little panel where you see her walking down the street, and like the narration says, "Then walk around the city a bit until you find Tony Chu." I could tell you exactly how to get there, but we need a panel that shows some other image characters. It's hard to fit this many characters into a 22-page story. <laughs> That's awesome. So then she finally finds this Tony character and whatnot, and then uh, he tells her how to get to like this um, rave place, I guess, um, which is apparently a nightclub run by some gods that dress up like David Bowie and Prince. Oh, wow. And play Boogie Woogie Revolution for days on end. <laughs> so then, of course, um, like there will be a fuck ton of firepower in that room, which is good because you'll need to strap up to make it the rest of the way. And like you can see a bunch of like 90s like characters. Oh, that's like, cool. In this dancing around and whatnot. Um, I think there's Witchblade. Um, and like, oh, yeah, there's yeah, just yeah. like this random character with like pouches everywhere he's got like pouches like like for like his normal utility belt he's got some strapped around his legs he's got some strapped around his wrists he's got one pouch on his crotch <laughs> jeez it's amazing so then, so then of course uh, the narration goes first get up to the dj booth they'll look busy but they're just pressing the play button on their musified playlist Take the mic and say these words exactly. The nineties sucked. <laughs> oh. It's not true, but they're really sensitive and it'll be easier to get their guns once they're all worked up. <laughs> it's like in this panel here, like you can see Savage Dragon and a yeah, bunch of okay. other characters. Um, and so then you just see her just blowing the brains out of all these other nineties characters and whatnot, and just killing them. Oh, that's crazy. And then once she's got all the firepower, she's like, uh, take all you can carry and make sure no one can follow you. At this point, you'll be very close. Follow the creatures of the night. They'll lead the way, which is like two random mice. And then she says, you'll know when you found uh, who you're looking for. 
Uh, this guy is an actual hell spawn, so most likely he's going to kill you on the spot. And she's talking about spawn. But uh, there's always a chan- chance he could. And so the spawn sees this little girl carrying all these weapons and goes, love you. Seriously, you're too fucking cute. <laughs> and he's like, I usually get just get all demonic on people who come asking me for favors, but I'm all about you. What do you need? And little girl's like, I was told you could give me the image central to see the partners. He's like, yeah, I can do that. But I have one favor to ask of you in return. He's like, I always wanted a psychic so I could pull off this pose. And it's like the, <laughs> the classic uh, superhero pose. Oh, yeah, it's like, like uh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then they finally get to Image Tower and whatnot. And she's just blasting through all the security and whatnot. And then she gets, finally gets to the doors. And you see, like, all, like, the image writers and stuff like that, and the artists. And you see, like, Robert Kirkman in there, too. And they're like, hey, bud, what you doing in our offices and stuff, bud? And she's like, I want all you nerds to listen up. I've been stuck in fairyland for nearly four decades now, and I want to go home. I hear you bunch of middle-aged babies might be able to help me with that. So one of you is going to hook me up with info lickety-split. And the rest of you are going are gonna find out what axe tastes like. <laughs> Which one of those categories do you think you fall into, glasses? And the the one guy's like, um, neither. And she's like, wrong answer, and just like punches his face so hard his brain just comes out of his head. <laughs> and then you just like see her just like start killing everyone. Um and whatnot. So then, of course, and I forgot to mention, she's got, like, this pet fly or whatever that uh, that goes around with him. And he's like, I think you forgot something. And she's like, no, I don't think uh, I don't think so. They all look dead to me. And he goes, that's my point. You need at least one left alive to tell you how to get back home. <laughs> and so, and I guess her slogan, instead of saying, like, fuck me, it's puff me. Oh, puff me? like puff me once i get in the groove i just can't stop <laughs> so it was oh very it, it was very funny um i'm very interested to see uh I, I might pick up i hate fairyland i don't know yet but that was definitely a good read for sure that's yeah that's really clever i like that that's uh it's like and then and scotty young to draw it that's got to be like really cool and a cool looking artwork oh yeah now the last book I picked up. I got the Riverdale free comic book day. <gasps> oh. The Riverdale comic actually takes place during the summer before the show starts. What? Yeah. So you kind of see um it starts off, you know, with like Archie. He uh he's sitting in pops and whatnot and then he's He's working for his dad, and he misses his friends who aren't around anymore because, you know, Betty's off in uh, doing a internship, and I forget where uh, Jughead is at this time. But anyway, so you see him working out on his dad's thing and whatnot, and, like, he explains how, like, uh, you, you kind of see him being, like, a little wimp in the beginning of the whole thing, and, like, as he's working, you actually see him become like the buff guy you see in the show. 
Very interesting. So, is, does it talk about like his relationship with the the woman at this point? Or? Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, she's not there yet, but she shows up in the next page. Um, okay. You see him and his dad going through like a bunch of junk, and you find out that his dad actually had a guitar and whatnot. And that kind of influences Archie to kind of start playing his guitar again that his dad had got him a while back. Mm. And then eventually you see the scene with him and uh, Mrs. Grundy, where she's in the car and whatnot, and they're making out. And then he plays for her at one point, and she really likes it. Then you see the whole confrontation where Archie and Jughead are uh, making plans for 4th of July, but then Archie and Miss Grundy decide to hang out 4th of July, so he ditches Jughead. Oh. And then you see the whole thing where like they're making out, and then like there's the gunshot, and then they get scared, and then they go home. And then you see the whole point where, like, um, you find out that Jason had drowned. And then Mrs. Grundy, like, I'm sorry, this was wrong. We shouldn't have been doing any of this. Let's, I need to pull the plug in, on this right now. So basically from, like, July 5th or whatever, Archie hasn't been talking to Miss Grundy until the school year starts up again. Oh, okay. Wow. That actually now builds, like, a lot of tension then. Yeah. So then... On July 6th, Archie and uh, Jughead meet up in Pops. And so <clears throat> um, they're talking. He's like, so where were you? What happened? And he's like, I'm sorry I bailed, Jug. My, my dad needed me. And Jughead's like, wow, you're totally lying to me right now. And then Jughead just kind of walks off. And so that kind of explains why they, they were fighting. Mm, okay. Um. And then you see Archie starting to write down music and whatnot. And then July 26, um, he gets a text message from Betty saying, I'm home. Do you want to go to Pops tonight? And then you see them hug and whatnot. And then that kind of just leads into the show. Uh, the next one is Veronica. You kind of see what she was doing over the summer, which is something we really don't know much about. And you kind of, yeah, they actually show her dad. Oh, so I'm going to show you real quick down the bottom corner right there. You can see what his dad look or what her dad looks like. A uh, little bit, yeah. a little blurry, right there. Yeah, focus, um, focus, focus. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll figure it out. I'll uh, send you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, anyways, I'm all like, uh, you're... But yeah. So you actually okay, see so... her dad. So I'm interested to see what happens in the show if, like, they actually manage to make him look okay. like that or if they're actually going to go some completely different direction. Yeah. I was thinking about that, who could play uh, her dad. Yeah. Like, the tyrant that we keep hearing so much about. But, yeah, crazy. And That's kind of cool. I... Whole... Oh, yeah. Uh, so they show, like, the FBI showing up, arresting him. And, like, you see the downfall of Veronica about how, like, all her friends have decided to abandon her and whatnot. Mm. Um, uh, she lost her summer job at Vogue. Her, you know, ca- credit cards got declined. Rooms don't, uh, friends don't want to be seen with her anymore. Yeah. Uh, she's losing a bunch of her favorite things. Um, so then her and her mom are talking, and they eventually decide, you know, go to move back to Riverdale and whatnot. So that kind of just gives her her story and whatnot, which is really cool. 
That is really cool. Very nice. Um, <laughs> so speaking of, uh, was that the last comic book that you got? Yes. Yes. Um, speaking of that, I wonder if that's a great segue to get into talking about Riverdale at this point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? I know everyone's like waiting for us to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy movie, but screw it. We'll save that for the end. So this way, if you haven't seen Guardians, yes, you don't have to skip around on this show and whatnot. Um, you can just stop as soon as we're done. So yeah. Riverdale finale, oh my God, only one word comes to mind when I think about it, and that word is boobs. <laughs> boobs. And you know what I'm talking about. Oh, with Archie and uh, her little, uh, his little new Both love. Oh, yeah, um, with uh, Eddie and Veronica. Yeah, yeah, that's so like, oh my God. Okay, so speaking of which, so I'm trying to remember the last time we actually talked about Riverdale. Um, I, ever since I started watching it, I've been talking, telling everyone about it. Like, dude, you should check this out. And okay, I'm going to say this. A lot of people don't take me up on stuff. Uh, people started taking me up on things that I recommend and really enjoying them. So I'm just saying, like, give Riverdale a shot. You'll be, you'll be surprised. Like, this show has very good twists and turns. It mm -hmm. kept me guessing. It kept me thinking of, like, oh, maybe it's this, maybe that. Um, so, yeah, they had their season finale this week on Thursday or last week, Thursday. Um, but this, literally, honestly, the episode before that, I thought that was the season finale. So did and I. Then so did and I. they're like, oh, no, there's another episode. I'm like, what? So what is going on? So um, to bring everybody up to speed, oh, actually, yeah. I'm trying to think. Well, I don't want to spoil too much because the episode is just fresh. Um, and in case people, I just, I decided to be like, hey, you want to, you should watch the show and not spoil anything for anybody. But um, okay, now we'll say this: uh, we don't have to use uh, names or anything like that. Uh, but did you suspect the person who became the quote-unquote killer in this season to to be that person? Yes and no. Like, I always thought it was possible, but I was like, no, I don't think they would have done that. But surprisingly, they did. Yeah, yeah, they really did. Like, it literally did this thing where it's like, you're like, no, it's got to be it's got to be this person or it's got to be this person. But then it's like when it happens and then like you find out the other stuff that went along with it. And you're like, oh, wow, this show just got like 10 times like deeper with the whole like maple syrup stuff and found out that like it's more than them just sending over maple syrup you're like holy crap like yeah. there was a lot of big things that, and i also think it was funny that like a lot of the parents like the kids you know parents they all like grew up together they all like were part of like the same like you know graduating class and all this kind of stuff like yeah which i thought was kind of weird it's like they're they're their own they were like their own somewhat inner circle type friends but they still were like in separate cliques but now the kids are yeah so, um, yeah, so season finale was freaking crazy. Um, they, they got me. Like, everything was going pretty – you're like, all right, this is happening. Uh, things are turning around. You know, Veronica's father is coming, out, coming back from, you know, jail. Uh, spoilers, people, on that one. And then it's hmm. like you have all this other stuff. You have the thing with, you know, the blossoms, and you're like, holy crap. Like, uh, the, yeah, I always knew there was something weird with uh, her. Um, oh, God, what's her name? The daughter of the blossoms. I'm trying to. Yeah. I cannot remember. I for some reason I'm thinking like it starts with an A, but I know that's not it. Um, no. Maybe it's now. Okay. Anyways, but yeah. So the the sister of uh, Jason, basically, like her whole like being apologetic now, like so sorry about everything, and do it like as soon as she started like 
doing all this stuff and like giving things to people, I was like, she's going to go ahead and try to kill herself. I was like, yeah. okay. But I was like, how is she going to do it? Like, I didn't know how she was going to do that. So that was pretty intense too, where it's like they go to the river and like Archie's just punching that block of ice and just totally destroying his like hand. And I'm and literally, honestly, this is how in depth I, this is like how involved I am with the show. He's mm-hmm. like doing that. And I'm like, Archie, no, your music career and your, and your scholarship, man, what are you doing? You're throwing it away. But I'm also like, you should still save somebody. But like, I don't know. Like, let one of the girls like break open the ice. Like they're not doing anything really important. Come on, like Jughead do it. He can still type with a hand. No, uh, well, see, that's the thing. Jughead's my favorite, so I, I, I I feel really bad for him. Like half the time in the show, when like all the shit just like hits the fan, and he's just it's like he has no control over anything, and it sucks because it's like he doesn't start any of the shit that happens. It just seems to just happen to him, and you're like, oh. Oh, Jugs, I just want to give you a hug. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, and also, yeah, speaking of uh, Jugs, as you put it, yeah, so Archie and uh, Jughead apparently are getting it on with uh, Betty and Veronica at that point in the, <laughs> at the same time in that point where I was just like, I was like, dang. <laughs> so like, I know that it was hot, but dang. So, okay. So when the Southside Serpents show up at, the end, like at the end, like in the middle of the whole thing, when Jughead is trying to get it on with Betty, yeah, and, and whatnot, and he comes outside. Okay, if that was me, I'd be like, guys, can you come back in just like a few minutes? I'm trying to get it on. Yeah, yeah, he was so like, like, oh yeah, no, no problem. But you know, in his face, he was just like, dude, I was about to get some. Like, what the heck? It's like he's probably like this. He's like. Okay, I've been going through hell ever since all this stuff went down, and now you guys show up, like, right in the moment where I'm like, oh, I can accept the way my life is right now. I'm about to get it on, and then you guys show up and ruin the mood. Like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> come back tomorrow or something. Um, interesting. I like the fact that, like, he took the jacket and um, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, yeah, so that's weird. Like, Archie and – uh Archie went with Veronica and Jughead has been with uh, Betty, which I, I was hoping for anyways, because I think they had really good chemistry. But yeah. there's that weird feeling I have where I think Archie's realizing that he's always been in love with Betty. Yeah. And with the way Betty looked at Jughead when he accepted that jacket and the smile on his face. Yeah. I have a feeling those two aren't going to last a whole lot more longer just because she kind of had that look of like, I don't know who you are anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's gonna that's gonna fall apart in season two, which is weird because I haven't heard any rumors about a season two yet. And oh, I'm no, like, no, it's happening. Oh, it's happening. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Because how they? Okay. So all this now. This is it. Kind of again. You're always wondering. Okay, how are they gonna hook me? How are they gonna bring me back to season? How are they gonna yeah. bring me to season two? Because like um, I was trying to figure out. Because like you know you watch, you watch the first season. They always have like some type of like gimmick or whatever. And this was Jason's murder. And that was kind of like the whole season plot was who did it. Yeah. So it's like, how are they going to do something for season two? Like, how are you going to continue the thread? Are you, and they surprised me with how they're going to do it. Now I, that was crazy. So we're talking about spoilers here. So I'm just going to come out and say it. So, Basically, it's like wrapping up the episode. You see good things are coming to certain people. People are 
thinking otherwise about other people like you know the whole thing with betty and jughead now where she's kind of like uh-oh is this is this the person that i fell in love with or is he becoming something different you have the whole thing with veronica and archie so and things like things seem to be kind of leveling out it's like you know jason's murder was solved you know there's i mean there's a, still a bunch of cleanup but then it's like it's like just going to the diner having a cup of coffee with my dad, Archie, and all of a sudden, like, Archie comes out of the bathroom, and there's a guy, you know, who's got a gun to Pops, is trying to rob the place, and Archie's, like, thinking, okay, I can stop this guy, you know, his dad gets up and, like, shakes his head, like, no, don't worry about it, and then it's, like, there's giving, like, Archie's dad, like, you know, trouble, and then it's, like, Archie kind of jumped down in front, and then all of a sudden, it does that, that great, you know, outside the building, boom, mm-hmm, Someone gets shot and the guy comes running out and then like I was like I'm, me I'm like okay well I'm like if it's Archie who gets shot no big deal because I mean and like no still a big deal but in my head like not a big deal because it's he's the main character of the show they kill him yeah. off and like I mean honestly they killed him off in like season like at the end of season one and it's just like Riverdale and they're just like they just continue. I would say ballsy like yeah. <laughs> yeah. well I mean be, they did eventually kill Archie in the comics. <clears throat> If you yeah. remember that, that was like one of the first stories we actually talked about when I first joined Longbox Cast. Oh, that's right. Yes. So. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. So I'm interested. Um, now I thought when we saw like the whole outside the shop thing yeah. and like you see him running out, I thought that was gonna be it. Like they weren't gonna yeah. show us who got shot. It was gonna be like a huge cliffhanger. We're gonna have to wait and see what happened. But yeah, lo and behold, it was his dad. Which right off the bat, I was like, I'm literally like, Dylan, no, um, from 90210, <laughs> uh, Luke Perry. But I was just like, literally, he got shot. And I was just like, I'm like, no, because I like, I really like him in the show, like or as Archie's dad. Uh, I think he does a really good job. Just like he's like, it's like he's dealing. It's like you know, he's just like, he's like, it's just kids. It's basically like kids who just had kids, you know, kind I of mean- thing. He's like the one character that's from the original, like the original, um, like out of all the parents, he's like the one that's like not dirty, if you know what I mean. Yeah, he's kept his hands clean throughout the whole thing and whatnot. So I'm interested to see, like, if he actually does die or if he does survive. But I can tell you who shot him. I know who shot him. Oh, who shot? Well, it's got to be like now from uh. It was Peter Griffin. If you remember, early episode of Family Guy, he was tasked with to kill the cat. Uh, the he was tasked with the um to kill the cast of Nine Hundred Two One Zero in the plane crash. Wait, was it Nine Hundred Two One Zero or was it uh, Dawson's Creek? Was it Dawson's Creek? Yeah, because I remember he was looking over, and then it's all like, I don't want to wait for my love to be. Over. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, that's right. You know, I'm getting that confused with the episode of Family Guy when he had gay sex with Luke Perry. Yeah, try to have gay sex with Luke Perry. Luke Perry's like, I don't do that. And then he ended up, it's like, if I sleep with you, will you stop taking my water? Yeah, sure, yes. whatever. <laughs> so that's who did it. It was Mayor Adam West because the water kept Adam getting West. taken. He did things to me, and then he still took my water. <laughs> Take that, Dylan. Uh, we solved the mystery, folks. Oh, we solved it. Um, yeah, so I'm really curious where they're going to go from here. Um, it's like, you're also thinking like, um, who, you know, it's like, honestly, it's gotta be somebody from, you know, uh, Veronica's father's stuff. 
Uh, unless Maybe. it's just going to be one of those weird coincidences of like the serpents or whatnot. But yeah, Riverdale, like, and this is the funny part. So I was telling people, I'm like, I'm watching the last episode of Riverdale right now. It's like through a Marco Polo chat thing. I was like, so no one bother me for the next, you know, 45 minutes or whatnot. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I was all like, I was all like, and, and not to sound too punny right now, but I was all like, Riverdale right now is very riveting. Okay. That wasn't meant to be <laughs> fun. But I said it, so whatever kind of thing. But, yeah, I, I nice. really enjoyed that. I've been trying to get everyone to watch it. So, actually, technically, if they're part of the deal that they have with the DC shows, I believe after the end of the, after the season finale, I believe the next day on Netflix, it should be available to watch. So you should be able to binge watch cool. it, um, which I highly recommend uh, before all the other shows start coming out uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. to binge watch. guys. Now, um, are you familiar with a lot of like the Archie comics itself? Um, I know like like some of the basic facts, like you know, like the main kind of characters, like Archie, Jughead, Betty, Veronica, okay. um, like the whole. Uh, I don't know too much, so I can't be like I know everything. So uh, please, well, I don't. Well, no, oh, I don't know shit either. I for the longest time in my life, I refused to read a single Archie comic because I thought they weren't comics. Oh yeah, the little Archie digests. Yeah, no, no, screw those. Those are not comics. Anyways, so I, I still believe that. But the show itself, I mean, I'm like, okay, I'm a little bit more intrigued by the Archie mythology now. But in the last episode, there was a cameo by apparently a very specific um, Archie character that a lot of people did not notice. When um, oh. apparently Jughead has a dog named hot dog oh yes that's right hot dog yes hot dog the sheep dog uh appeared yeah. when the south side serpent showed up um he was in the crowd down at the, down at the bottom <clears throat> that's right okay yeah 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 oh so, man okay was, i thought you were talking about the apparently oh, yeah, Cole Sprouse, who plays jughead was like <clears throat> um i really want to put somewhere in this uh I really want hot dogs somewhere in this show. It just as like some type of cameo or whatever. Yeah. And so like, you know, the director was like, all right, I'll, we can see what we can do. And Cole's like, it has to be a sheepdog though. It has mm-hmm. to. So, and they were like, all right, well we found a dog, but if it doesn't work, then we'll do the scene without the dog. And Cole's like, well, that dog better deliver then. Cause you know, <laughs> so and it ended up working out because apparently from what I've been reading, Cole Sprouse is like a huge Archie fan. And like, he's been like kind of helping out on set with like, all right, this should be happening, but this shouldn't and stuff like that. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, so, I, they I had no idea about that. More of hot dog later on. Okay. Cause I actually, I thought you were going to bring up like, it's a, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I think it's, it's, yeah, I'm like, it's not a cameo, but it's a, it was a nice little Easter egg. Uh, when Jughead's father's in the prison, he has like a magazine. Mm. And it's actually a Sabrina the Teenage Witch comic. Yeah. So that's kind of actually interesting as well. But yeah, that's cool. I had no idea he was like a huge fan of everything. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Now, I'm that's... Still, I would still love to see Sabrina the Teenage Witch show up in this. I wouldn't be surprised if they're able to do it. I mean, with the way this show is and how, like, I mean, it was, like, I thought it was a pretty, like, well, show. Even like, if you were to do, like, and I think CW would be stupid if they didn't do this. Do, like, an episode with Sabrina the Teenage Witch and then do, like, a spinoff 
for a new Sabrina oh, yeah. Teenage Witch TV series. It'd be perfect and... for CW. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've already got the whole supernatural stuff going on with Supernatural. Vampire Diaries already ended and stuff like that. So why not do Sabrina Teenage Witch? I th- I think if they want to do like they did with like, like the Arrowverse and mm-hmm. do like the Riverdale verse, like you could, I totally agree with that. And honestly, you know how well you could do it, even if like they did the show, like the episode, and everyone's like, yeah, I didn't really care for it. You literally make it a Halloween episode. Exactly. Do a Halloween episode where sh- uh, shit's going weird and whatnot, and you find out it was because of Sabrina just having a little bit of fun. And like, say, uh-huh. who's to say Sabrina's already not at the school hiding herself? And whatnot. Exactly. Oh, and then yeah, eventually, no, you, yeah. You know, she decides uh, when she, her parents or her aunts decide to move, and whatnot. So now the place does, it doesn't take place in Riverdale; it takes place in a different city. But you can still have like crossover episodes every once in a while if you wanted to. I get what you, yeah. Exactly. So, oh I think God, it would like be a perfect thing for them to do. Uh, honestly, I would say they totally need to do this. And if it does come to fruition, you better owe Kyle like some money, but think about this, dude, it's the new, it's the new Buffy, the vampire slayer. Exactly. Just with Sabrina, the teenage witch, make it a little bit grittier, make it a little bit darker, you know, uh, like do the mm-hmm. supernatural kind of take with it. It's like, yeah, I'm a witch learning how to use my powers, but sometimes it's not like, it's not always humor, but like, oh my God, damn it, Kyle. I didn't think I wanted that show and now I want that show now, damn it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then like, you know, when Supernatural's on season 20, they can do a team up with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yes. Oh, oh for some odd reason, Supernatural does not seem to die. <laughs> oh my God, I want this so bad now. Oh, I want a Sabrina the Teenage Witch series. Damn and then, it. eventually... When they decide to do it, they can do an entire D or an entire CW crossover with Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends, Supernatural, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh my God! Literally, they just called the. It's just called Clusterfuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, like we're not even Archie Comics. They're not gonna be able to do anything. You'll just see that, like. Like even if you just had like a scene where like Cisco was fighting someone through parallel Earths, like the one episode that he had with the other girl, with Gypsy, yeah, where, yeah. Like they arrived up on Supergirl's Earth for like a brief scene to fight in the Kako building. Yeah, like I would love to just see them like fighting again, and like they show up in like front of Pops or whatever, and you just see Jughead eating a burger. Yeah, like yeah, like he's like it's got that like scene where it's like it's happening behind him. And yeah, kind of like Stan Lee from the Amazing Spider-Man movie with the lizard and Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah like where it's like something's going on in the background. Oh, my God. Yeah, now I didn't think I wanted a, a new Supreme <laughs> of the Teenage Witch show, but now I totally – ah, damn it, Kyle. Yeah, that's what I'm good for. Uh, I, I'm good at coming up with ideas. Oh, man, that's amazing. Oh, yeah, okay, now I really want an Archieverse. That's what I'm calling it, the Archieverse. Um, oh, my God. Okay, so – that's amazing. Uh, yeah, Riverdale is great. Uh, go ahead and check that out. If it's hopefully it's a, it should be available now on Netflix. I, I, I would hope so because I know they did that with Legends of Tomorrow. Like right when it ended, it was like boom, it's on Netflix now. So, um, but yeah. So I'm trying to think. Uh, okay, Flash. Um, let's touch upon a little bit of Flash and Supergirl because I know their seasons are going to be coming down, and then right after that we can dive in. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we want to talk about before we jump yeah, into. Honestly, Star- there's not really much to talk about. I mean, like unless you want to talk about like who um, 
Right. Savitar is, but like, if you want to save that until like the show is over, and then we can just do like a whole giant. Um, okay, review. you know, we'll do that. We'll put a pin in it. But I do want to ask you this question without giving anything away. Um, the episode when you find out who Savitar was. Um, I don't know about you, but I was kind of like, uh, really? Like, did we already run out of stuff? See, I, had I don't know. Season a lot of people were speculating that to be who Savitar was, mm-hmm. and. I'm a little let down by it, honestly. Yeah, it was kind of like the big reveal, and I was like, okay. And then, I don't know, like, to me, it's like this, I don't know, Flash has been great. Flash has been fun, fantastic, but I don't know, I felt like season three has been a little weak. Yeah. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's been some great episodes. Oh, yeah, no, like, but... the next episode with King Shark again? I'm not oh, looking yeah. forward to that. Uh, no, yeah, like that, like, again, that kind of, like, pulled me around, because honestly, like, the last two episodes were kind of like, all right, not like, like, it gave you, it, like, I'll put it this way, like, their story arc this season hasn't been the strongest, but all the episodes that just take place around it have been great. But, yeah. like, when they start getting back into the main, like, arc of the story, I don't feel like it's that strong. Uh, don't get me wrong, like, I, I can't write a better, probably, show than they do, uh, but I was just, I was just, it just felt weak, I guess. Yeah, like the Gorilla City episode was amazing. Um, exactly. I'm trying to think what else there was. Um, uh, even Gorilla City, oh. the musical episode. I mean, granted, it was a little boring, but it still was entertaining. Yeah, it had its moments and stuff. There was also the what was the one episode? Uh, oh, the one where he has to go to the future and you get to see like the future kind of yeah. flash, just like how like his outfit finally looked. You're like, oh my god, we get so that beautiful. So be- I-, I fell in love with an outfit, and I never thought that would actually happen. You um, see, you're like, see, if, you though, if you notice, though, it looks a lot like the movie outfit. Yes, which I'm wondering if that's what they're leaning towards. Um, which I'm fine with it. I mean, the I mean, like, I mean, it looked great. Like, I was just like, holy crap! This is like, I think that's the first time we've actually, I mean, besides Supergirl, likes outfit, you know. Um, like that was the first time you were like, holy crap, this is like exactly like almost like to the comic or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we'll put a pin in that. I think next week will be our huge wrap up or not next week, the next time we record. Cause I believe all shows, all DCW shows should be done by then. We'll do a huge recap of all of that stuff for you kids. But, uh, without further ado, since we're getting towards the end of the episode, we're going to finally talk about guardians of the galaxy volume two. So, oh. If you guys have not seen the movie yet, you can feel free to stop it right now. I'll give Kyle a countdown, and then we'll jump right into. We're going to do spoilers. We're going to talk. We're going to talk shop basically. So if you have not seen the movie, and you don't want anything spoiled for you, stop in five, four, three, two, Buckle one. Boom! Spoiler time. The Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Kyle. Let's let's talk. What did you, what did you like? What did you didn't like? What do you think? We're like holy oh, crap! And where's okay. everything going? All right. So what I all right. You know, I, I need to rephrase that. I what I loved now was Stanley's cameo. <laughs> yes. Normally, when I see Stanley's cameo, I'm like, all right, cool, that's funny. And even Civil War's cameo was hysterical, but this cameo could possibly be the best cameo he's ever done. Yeah, it's um they and, done, yes, like, and I'm comparing that also to the time in Fantastic Four when he played an actual comic book character and in Deadpool when he was in the strip club. 
<laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Um, so, okay, so this has been, okay, so, but this, but this cameo, though, kind of opens a bunch of doors now in the Marvel Universe. Yes, and it also closes a door on the rumors of what Stanley's cameo has been. Oh, yes, that too. So, so a uh, lot of people have been speculating, oh, Stanley's playing a watcher. You know, he's the watcher watching everything going on. But come to find out, he's actually friends with the watchers. Because you see him talking to the watchers, and I freaked the fuck out. Yeah, so I have to say this. So James James Gunn, the director of the first Guardians of the Galaxy, the second one, and also going to be the director and writer of the third one, um, he is literally diving into parts of Marvel's universe that we would have that the only place that's ever come close to touching any of that stuff was probably the Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer, just because of the Silver Surfer was a you know in that galactic outer space coming you know to earth so james gunn has been able to dive into like giving us stuff that like honestly i'm sitting there going like oh my god this these are watchers i'm seeing watchers on the big screen like i never thought i would see that in my entire life so like kudos to james just being able to be like oh can i use this character oh can we do these characters oh i'm gonna write Mm -hmm. this person in there um very well done so kudos to kudos to him now his when it happened, did you hear what Stanley had actually said in that scene? I'm trying to remember. I know he was talking about like how he got lost. Um, well, no, he was saying well, in his first cameo, like because there's two scenes with Stanley. The yes. first one during the movie, and the second one's after the credits. But the first one, he says, "And then I was a postal worker." All right. So Stanley is playing the same character throughout all of his movies he's playing stan lee oh that's funny he's basically playing stan lee checking up on the marvel universe seeing how they're doing and everything like that oh i didn't know i did not catch this because yeah i think i remember like the the final scene where he's talking about like they all start walking away he's just like hey wait how do i get out of here like uh because if he if stan lee was a watcher himself like everyone kept thinking he would not have needed that spacesuit he was wearing that's true, yes. So in this, he's a normal human being who's able to go into the Marvel universes. And I say universes because obviously he's been in like the Spider-Man universes, the X-Men, Fantastic Four. Yes. So he is basically just playing himself, checking up on the Marvel universe, which is awesome. And I'm so glad James Gunn actually did this because I know so many people were thinking he was a watcher. And so James Gunn's like, all right, let's just put an end to this right now. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so uh, let's, yeah. Talking about the movie though, with some of all the different, like, so that was a cool little cameo that brought in the universe. Like we said, like we finally saw watchers were like, holy crap. Uh, mm-hmm. All the stuff they're like building towards um, with things, but okay. So yeah, everyone's back. Uh, I think the opening We'll just like dive into this. I think the opening was genius. Yes, we're all about to fight this, and we've seen the previews, so this isn't really too much of a spoiler. Um, but it's literally like you see that huge creature come through this wormhole. They're battling it outside, but then how they did everything was like everything's in the background, and you have Baby Groot plugging in like a stereo and just kind of dancing around this entire battle. And I'm and you're sitting there going like, 
it's such a ballsy move to be like James Gunn's like, yeah, I know there's this huge, big, cool battle in the background. We're going to focus on this because don't worry, everything else in the movie is going to be like 10 times better than what you're going to be seeing here right now. And you're kind of like, that's pretty ballsy. So I thought that was a very interesting way to start up the movie. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to think, though. So um, this movie I th- was a little bit more, I think, more lighthearted yes. than the first one. But there was a so, lot more adult humor in this one, though. In this one, yes. So yeah, I'm wondering if that... penis joke. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm sorry, Beth- Bethesda, he's, he's got that character down, like, so well. Oh, he does. Uh, Drax, he's so great. Like, I thought he was hilarious in the first one, and then he just has some lines in this one that I was just like, Gene, like, give that man, a, like, a supporting actor. Well, here's the thing. I don't really think Dave is like, a... I don't think he's got, like, the whole acting thing going for him. So the fact that he plays Drax, yeah. who kind of is like that, is perfect for him, is the perfect role for him, because you don't really have to act that much for that role. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, but like, I'm trying to think. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in this movie. They they answer a lot of questions that you had about the first movie, such as like, where does you know Star Lord come from? Peter Quill. Um, how you see the Guardians kind of like relationship, like how how it's grown. Um, because I'm not really sure how long this takes place, like after the you know the first movie. Um, and then you actually find out a lot about Yondu, which I thought was really amazing. Like, yes, there's a part in this movie that is probably like my all time favorite part. And I'm really glad that Michael Rourke, they gave him, like, a really good, like, this character. Uh, I love that thing with the prototype where he's all telling, like, Groot, he's all like, I need you to go to a drawer, oh, find this thing. And he just keeps coming hysterical. back with it. But I love the fact that they actually did that, though, because it finally gave Yondu the mohawk he actually has in the comics. Yes. And that's what I was excited for. That was amazing. Um, so, But... But I also like the the thing they talk about. It's like uh, Rocket and him have this entire conversation about how Groot doesn't like hats. Yeah. He's like, and that's why you don't like hats? I am Groot. He's all like, oh, that's a weird reason. And you just like, I was just dialing. I was like, that's genius. Just... Uh, I, I love this movie. Like so many funny scenes. I was laughing the entire time. Um, Just overall so good. And like even... They finally give you a little bit more bonding between Nebula and Gamora. Yeah, and I oh my god, uh, Nebula was so good in this with like some of her actions where she like roll her eyes or just be like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she has finally that human moment of just like I wanted a sister, and you're just like, yeah. God. And like even oh, when I'm watching you. this, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, that's Karen Jillian. I keep forgetting that's Karen Jillian. That's Amy. Yes, I know it's Amy. She's coming to Phoenix Comic Con too. Nice. I keep. I, I just like, kept forgetting. Like I'm watching the movie. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's who keeps playing her. I keep forgetting because like Which you really, really don't. And then, like there's some scenes where like you see her face and you're like, you oh. forget who it is. Yeah, it's so crazy with that because like uh, yeah because we found out that Rory uh, he was coming to Phoenix Comic Con but he had to drop out because of uh, I guess filming engagements. 
or whatnot. So we're kind of like, oh man, that would have been such a cool like picture to get with like uh, Rory and uh, Amy. I thought it would have been like amazing for Phoenix Comic Con. But um, yeah, so she will be here. That's amazing. But yeah, the Nebula stuff and Gamora stuff was just they're building a little bit more of a relationship with that, which is kind of cool, which makes me just like, I think I'm pretty sure, but I could be wrong. I thought they said Nebula was going to be part of Infinity War at some point. So that's going to be surprised if she's the one that deals the final blow to Thanos. Or she betrays everybody kill. Like when they kill Thanos and takes the infinity gauntlet for himself. Possible. Cause here's the thing. This is going to be Avengers Infinity War going up against Thanos. Everyone yeah. is going to want to deal a final blow to Thanos. And, mm. and there's different reasons for each character. I mean, like Iron Man and Captain America or Thor, because they're the main actors who have started this whole thing. They're going to be like, yo, I, I'm i Robert Downey Jr. I should be the one to deal the final blow to Thanos. But then you've got characters like Gamora and Nebula who were tortured by Thanos. Yeah. And then there's Drax, whose family got, was killed because of Thanos. Yeah. So there's yeah, a lot of characters that could be the one to want to really kill Thanos, but oh, I can't wait for that movie. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be nuts. Um, now, there's another cameo that. that was done very well and I was not expecting and that was Howard the Duck. Yes. Uh, I thought that was amazing. Uh, I like how they're keeping him around. Still, I believe, voiced by uh, Seth uh, Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just great to see. Him. And it was literally just like, it was just one of those scenes where they're just like going through a bar, like panning through stuff. And you just see him. He has like a line. He's got like a martini and talking about something. And it kind of moved. Uh, and it was just like, it was just very simple and quick. Where you're just kind of like, oh, that's right. Everything's in this universe. Mm-hmm. I would love for them to do another Howard. I would love for them to do a Howard the Duck movie. You never know. Like, or, Jane, actually, I would, I would love just a short like yes. film, like a short like like little thing in the beginning of a movie or something like that of him. Exactly. Like, um, uh, when the movies kept well, originally like during Phase One and whatnot, when the movies came out, they would have like little shorts that would tie into the rest of the Marvel universe. Like they had Coulson on the way to Coulson, uh, Coulson on the way to like Thor's hammer. And stuff like that. And I think it would be awesome if they were to do something like that for Howard the Duck. Just a quick little thing of just maybe like how he got captured by the collector or something like that. I think, you know, it'd be a really funny way to use him would literally be like when Infinity War is like getting together and you just have like this narrator explaining like all the the jewels and this and the glove and everything like that. And then when it finally like comes to, it's just Howard the Duck going all like, he's like, Yep, that's the only part they gave me in this entire franchise is, <laughs> is catching you guys up. All right. And then just like leaves. Just something just simple, stupid. It's just like, it'd just be funny. But yeah, I thought that was really kind of clever. Um, so this one was interesting to me. The one big Easter egg. Now, I knew Sylvester Stallone mm-hmm. was supposed to be in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. They kept rumoring saying he was part of the Nova Corps. They also kept rumoring. Uh, yeah, uh, the I, I knew he was going to be playing Starhawk. Okay. Um, and then also, what's his face? So the guy who played, he's the voice of uh, Wally West Flash from Justice League cartoon show and also played Lex Luthor in Smallville. He was in the movie as well. Really? What did he play? The, he was the guy with the ice. 
look oh, on his face. Oh, okay. Like, James Gunn has this weird thing of, like, quitting people in movies, because he did that with Nathan Fillion in the first movie, where he was in it, and everyone's like, who was he? And he was like, oh, he's that big blue guy who got his butt well, handed to him. Nathan Fillion was supposed to be in this movie as well. Yes. As Wonder Man, as an actor and whatnot, but they ended up having to cut his scenes. Mm. So I wonder if it'll be on, like, uh, the DVD, Blu-ray releases. Oh, but then they all. But that's the thing. They've all worked together before because James Gunn directed uh, Slither. Because mm-hmm. uh, Michael Rourke was in that. Nathan Fillion was in that. So there's a couple like kind of cool thing where he likes to bring people back. Weren't um, those some I, of like the creatures that were in Collector's uh, case? Yes. Yeah. So like all the kind of. That's what I love about this. It's like oh, it's so cool that they're putting like little things together. Um, that was the other thing I was I was curious about. The, the Collector was not in this one. Mm-hmm. But his brother was. Okay, now who's his brother? The Grandmaster, who will be in Thor uh, Ragnarok. Okay, is that played by Jeff Goldblum? Yes. Okay, so th- was that in the credits? Yes. That's what I thought. I was looking over and I saw, I'm like, oh my God, I thought I just saw like, you know, Jeff Goldblum. And everyone's like, what do yeah. you mean? I'm like. I was very okay. confused by that. I'm like, wait, what? Why, why is he in there? It doesn't make sense. And I'm thinking, well. Guardians of the Galaxy does kind of have like an 80s theme to it, and it, that's being carried over into Thor Ragnarok. So, well, I'm I'm curious about this because they mentioned something at the you know the end of the movie with the five post credit scenes, uh, the very last one where they mention you know Adam. Oh, I'm curious. I'm curious if he's popping up in Thor Ragnarok, and this is how they're kind of tying some stuff together at some point. I. Th- I don't know. I think that's actually just going to be for Guardians 3 because unless they do decide to put him into Thor Ragnarok, which would be perfect because here's the thing with Adam Warlock. He's the sole protector, and I'm regretting what I just said, of the Soul Stone. (laughs) I wonder if he says that in the comics. Like, I'm the sole protector of the Soul Stone. Someone's like, that's kind of dumb. (laughs) <laughs> and the thing is, the Soul Stone is the last Infinity Stone that we haven't seen. Yes, because we all thought the Soul Stone was going to be the one for, for Vision. Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, Doctor Strange, that's right. We all thought um, that was going to he ended up having the Time Stone. Now, yeah, the time... I have two theories for this. Either Adam Warlock will show up in Thor Ragnarok already with the Soul Stone, mm. or... Thanos already has the Soul Stone with him because he already clearly had the Mind Stone to give to Loki to use to get the uh, Space Stone. Yes. So with that, um, maybe Thanos already has the Soul Stone. He goes, attacks Vision, gets the Mind Stone, gets everything else, and blah, 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 blah. After Infinity War, we go back to Guardians 3, where we finally do see Adam Warlock, and he ends up getting the Soul Stone, because obviously you can't destroy the Infinity Stones. They're going to be uh, scattered throughout Yeah. again. So Adam Warlock gets the Soul Stone, and then that's how they're going to explain what the Soul Stone really does. Oh, uh, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, that'd be like like to wake him from his slumber kind of thing. Like They're like, oh, we, we've made this, but the only thing – he's missing like, one piece. Exactly. Uh, so now we have the Soul Stone. Let's use this, and so that'll be their way of using the Soul Stone for all of that. Oh my God! Thank you for explaining everything. I just I just put something together. So if you guys haven't seen the Thor Ragnarok uh, trailer, 
and I'm just going to say this, flat out the most metal trailer I've seen in a long oh. time. It yeah. literally looks like a mural that should be on a van. It's amazing. Um, but I just realized something. We see at the end of Doctor Strange, Thor shows up, right? Yes. What if he's there to talk to him to, you know, quote unquote, help him find his brother and father that he mentions at the end of the movie? But what if he's also there to be like, I heard you can do stuff with time and this is how Thor can repair his hammer? Well, there's rumors that Thor's hammer being destroyed is what's going to lead to Thor getting a newer hammer. Oh, okay. And it's probably going to be the hammer from the Ultimate Universe. Ah. Because there's a poster. Um, I want to say there's a poster of Infinity War that they released a while back. Um, and it's like just, you know, like concept art or whatever. Yeah. Infinity War poster. I'm Googling it right now because the image of it shows Thor. And I want to say um, he's kind of hiding the hammer mm. a little bit. So he's kind of like got it hidden somewhere so you don't really get to see the hammer because like they still haven't really done everything so they don't want to spoil it for anyone. Yeah. So I have a feeling he's getting a newer hammer. Oh, okay. Interesting. And it's probably going to be the ultimate universe hammer. The ultimate universe hammer. Okay. So I'm really kind of curious. So like uh, I know we're getting off a little track. We'll get back into <laughs> Guardian stuff. But it's like I'm very curious where uh, – so Spider-Man is going to be coming out. And I'm like where does Spider-Man fit into all this right now? Like we saw him in Civil War. He's going to basically be having his own kind of story, you know, for Spider-Man Homecoming. But I'm also like, how, okay, like, how do they, like, how does it, like, like, he gets back into everything, like, with, like, you know, going, like, all right, hey, hey, Spider-Man, you saved New York. Uh, you want to go save the world now kind of thing? Yeah, yeah pretty, uh, I'm curious to see how that goes. Um, clearly, something happens at the end. I mean, obviously, Robert Downey Jr. is in the movie and whatnot, so. Uh, I mean, yeah, well, Captain Kirby yeah, it's something because this takes place like literally right after Civil War. Well, yeah. So I think what's going on is the fact that you know Captain America is pretty much in hiding, uh, and the rest of that team is kind of like on their way after escaping from that prison. And then I think what Robin Downey Jr.'s, you know, Tony Stark is basically doing. He's kind of like he's trying to mentor, you know, Peter uh, for doing stuff, but he's also kind of like he's he's licking his wounds. He was just you know hurt, destroyed, like a bunch of stuff that he believed in is kind of gone now. And he doesn't know what to believe right now, but he's probably thinking like, well, maybe if I can, if I can push this person in the right direction to be better than I was, to be better than we were, you know, as the Avengers or some of that, there might be a little slim chance. So that's why I have a feeling yeah. like why he's in the movie, which I think is actually kind of. Yeah. He wants a better it. future because Tony Stark is a futurist. Yeah. And I think he wants yeah. a better future than what he's doing. And so he's prepping Spider-Man. So. I but, yeah, cannot wait to see what happens. Yeah, I'm I'm looking like honestly I'm going to put it this way. We're getting back to Gardens after this, but I, I haven't been this excited for a Spider-Man movie since I think I saw the first trailer for the original Spider-Man movie, man movie because we've never had a Spider-Man movie. It's yeah. one of those kind of things like I was like, yeah, I'll go see Spider-Man, but I don't know, something about this just looks it looks like Marvel. That's what it looks like. To me it just feels like another it feels like a, a Marvel flick. So um, but yeah, Gardens of the Galaxy 2, just great. Um, you can see there's a bunch of spats in the very beginning of falling out. They kind of split the team up, which was very interesting how the team pair up went this time yeah. around. 
So, I mean, okay, so how did you feel about uh, uh, Ego? Um, relieved. I wasn't sure how they were going to do Ego because when I first heard that they were going to make Ego Star-Lord's father, I was like, how the hell are they going to do this? It makes no sense. But the way that they did it made perfect sense, and I am A-okay with it. Okay, I thought they did a very good job. Uh, Kirk Russell, I think, mm-hmm. was great. Oh, um, uh, even in the beginning, in the beginning, like in the very beginning, like him with his mom, you know, they're driving around and stuff. And you're like, oh, my God, it's Snake from like Escape from L.A. Like he literally just looked that young and vibrant like he did in the in the 80s from that, like doing that kind of like, you know, CGI stuff that they've been using, like on all their Marvel movies to younger people. Mm-hmm. Um, then they show up, you get to f- meet him. And he's yeah, he's great. He's fun. And the only bad part I had with it was the fact that I I kind of figured out really early on. I'm like, he's a dick, isn't he? He's the bad guy. He's the he's the going to be the problem child that is going to screw everything up. Yeah, because like I thought like the Golden Girl was gonna be like the main villain, and like don't get me wrong, she was still a villain, but she was more of like the comedy relief yeah. villain, if anything else. I've never even heard of those people before, and I thought it was hilarious. I loved it. I thought yeah. those girl people were great, like how they battled, like it looked like a huge arcade thing, and they're just getting yeah. shot down. Exactly. There's like that one guy left, and then he dies, and even though everyone else has been destroyed, there's all like, "Way to go, way to blow it," you know. So and yeah, so. I'm like, he lasted longer than you, bitches. Exactly. That's also like, oh god, that was great. Um, but yeah, so ego, yeah, I think they did a great job with him. Um, and I did like some of the jokes they made, where he's like, oh yeah, you can make anything you want, Peter, with like your thing. And he's just like, I'm gonna make this, I'm gonna make that. He's like, I'm gonna make a lot of weird shit. Uh, <laughs> and I love the fact that when they were doing the huge battle and like they're like having all the things form over them, and Peter decides to choose Pac-Man as an attacking thing. Again, this movie is genius like they threw they threw like jokes out there like you're like oh, okay yeah pac-man and stuff and then they like they brought it back just for like certain moments and stuff which i was like okay genius oh. uh i love uh, rocket with taser face oh <laughs> i thought that was i woke genius. up one day and i've just decided i'm gonna name myself taser face yeah i even like when he's all like he even tells like one of the gold people he's all like and tell him it was Taser face, and then she just starts dying laughing. And he's just like, <laughs> now, um, but yeah. So, speaking of that, so basically, yeah. Um, do you think um, the other guy who was with uh, Yondu, uh, who kind of takes over for him a little bit af- after everything, do you think he's going to join the Guardians? Oh, uh, I think it was a Sean Gunn's character. Uh, yeah, I like yeah. him, and I hope he does because he's because. I mean, he's James Gunn's brother. Yes. And he he also does, like, the uh, stand-in work for Rocket Raccoon. So, yeah, I mean... I would love to see... I think he's great. He's funny. Like, he was funny in the first one. And he really did have some good moments in this one and stuff. Like, you know, the re- like, I really like that there was a lot of redemption in the yeah. from, like, people. Uh, I would have to say, like I said, Michael Rourke, uh, he deserves something like a, an Oscar for... Um, like supporting actor. I know he'll never get it for like a movie like this, but I think it'd be amazing. Uh, Yondu was fantastic in this movie. Like if, if Guardians of the Galaxy was a television show, this would have been like the, a Yondu story, like episode. Oh yeah. Which I, was, which I was totally fine with. I Now, and we also kind of get a little bit more history with the Ravagers. Like they're actually like somewhat decent people 
mm-hmm. Yondu just happened to be a bit of a dick because they found out that he was um, stealing children or kidnapping children and bringing them to Ego. But once Yondu found out what Ego was doing with the children, yeah, he was like, fuck that. Thankfully, it was with Star-Lord when he realized it, so... Yeah, they did a uh, they yeah with the whole double, uh, like because like Star Wars was talking about like how his dad was Dave Hasselhoff that's why he was never yeah. around because <laughs> that was great with the Night Rider and everything that he was a talking car. And then when car. Ego actually changes into David Hasselhoff for like a scene, again genius like David Hasselhoff just being like, oh, you wrote me into a movie? Yeah, I'll do a cameo. Like that's genius. Like again, like everything was just written so well done uh, in this movie. Oh, but like I have to say so. There's a part in the, like we were saying, like the Guardians get split up for a bit. Uh, Yondu, uh, basically his crew turns on him for a mutiny. Uh, they start getting rid of like a lot of the crew members that you knew. That stayed um, with but it's him like, not. Yeah, that stayed with him. So you have, you have like Yondu is taken out, Rocket's taken out, and Groot, baby Groot, uh, which they said a great line in that thing. It's like, can I smash this thing? They're like, no, it's too cute, you know, kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> uh, so speaking of baby Groot, uh, but, I, I yes. just want to briefly say this. I thought Baby Groot was going to be very annoying very quickly. Like, when I first kept seeing so much about him, I was like, oh, this character, it's going to be so annoying after, like, the first 10 minutes or so. Yeah. But surprisingly, I did not get annoyed by Baby Groot at all. Like, I really enjoyed Baby Groot. I thought, again, I thought it was going to be, like, a super annoying character. Like, it was going to be cute at first, and then, like, it was going to get repetitive with, like, the cuteness and whatnot. But yeah, yeah, it stayed, and I was like, "Wow, this they did a great job." Yeah, they used it. They used him very well, and I was very curious, like why they did everything they did. And it, it's funny, like uh, the, how James Gunn actually said when they said, "Like, oh, Baby Groot," he's like, "No, we're not just doing this for a marketing thing. It's it's supposed to go. It goes in the story, and it actually does go in the story very well. And even one of the post credit scenes kind of shows you something that you're like, oh, okay. Um, a big thing in this movie is family.'" They, they talk about, like, your family, which actually, like, I know some people were like, oh, my God, too much family. I mean, like, they weren't saying, like, it was a bad problem, but they're like, they mentioned the family stuff a lot. I'm like, well, if you think about it, and I actually kind of brought up a good point. If you ever think about, like, the Avengers team, they're, they're a team. They're, mm-hmm. they, I mean, they, they like each other to a point. They tolerate, but they're not like a family. Like, you guys are a family, and you really see that in this. Yeah. In, in these movies where, like, one of your members, one of your family members get hurt. You're, like, all over. Like, I mean, like, the Avengers get knocked around all the time, but you never see, like, that scene. I mean, like, the only scene I can think of is, like, Iron Man falling from the sky and Hulk catching him was, like, probably, like, the most human thing, like, they've done, like, with each other. But other than that, like, the Avengers just fight. I mean, they're, like, a dysfunctional family, I guess. But Guardians of the Galaxy, to me, is, like, that's a family. And that's why I thought it was great when that splits up to a bit. Cause like you were saying with baby, with baby Groot, you know, going like, Oh, is, uh, he, you thought he might've got on your nerve. And I could totally understand that. Like if you're like, Oh, are they doing this just for a gimmick? You mm-hmm. know, kind of thing. There's a part in it where I was like, uh, and rocket had the great line. And I think it kind of ties back into that where it's like, uh, they were dumping like, you know, booze on the little baby Groot. They put him in this outfit or whatnot. He was their quote unquote mascot. Mm-hmm. And then like, he comes walking by the, the cell and Rocket's like, oh, man, what did they do to you? But you can see the look on Rocket's face. And then there's a part in the when they're destroying everybody on the ship, which to me is my favorite part with Yondu and Rocket come mm-hmm. walking out. Like the two worst people to mess with are on mm-hmm. your ship and they just escaped. Like to me, I was just like beautiful. Like that arrow's just knocking off everything. Oh, yeah. But Rocket does the thing where like 
he blows like a like a hole in a guy, and you can see kind of like the the original scene set up where like Rocket was on Groot's back. Mm-hmm. So Groot's on Rocket's thing, but Rocket has this look on his face like you screwed with my family, so now it's time to die, kind of thing. You're just yeah. like, oh, so so beautiful. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love that with Yon, just like taking everybody out on that ship. That was a like. I could literally probably watch that scene like over and over again. It was so, and the music they picked for it too. Oh, great. It was just like, speaking of music, the ending, when he gets the Zune, did you not laugh your ass off at that? I died laughing. And I'm sitting there going like, how many people are going to be looking for a Zune now just to like, have like, just be like, oh yeah, you know, haha, you know, Gardens of the Galaxy kind of thing. Cause that's that's that is nuts. Stock should have risen a little bit from that. I don't even know if they still make them. Yeah. Well, I mean, they just recently stopped making VHS players, so we'll see. That's true. Well, yeah, you never know. Like, hey, if, if Microsoft was smart, they'd be like, "Hey, Disney, you want to like send out a limited edition? Like, do okay when the when the freaking movie comes out on Blu-ray, if they literally gave you like they're like, hey, let's put out a limited run of like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two Zunes. Oh yeah, they would sell. Just do it like this. Have like a special code that you can enter for Zunes only that'll give you like a free um, access to the Gardens of the Galaxy music. Mm. That'd be kind of cool, yeah. But I thought that was great though where he's like, yeah, Yondu wanted you to have this. And it's like the Zune and Aaron was just like, oh my God. And I swear there were some people in that theater that were probably younger. Mm-hmm. What is that? Like they had no idea what it was. Now, What's funny, though, is like on Victory Road, um, I've been making the joke about uh, Zunes for the longest time. Because whenever I have to read off where you can listen to the shows and I say Zune Marketplace, I'm always like, who the hell listens to a Zune? Stuff like that. So now I cannot wait to record tomorrow for Victory Road and be like, you can also find us on Zune Marketplace. Everyone on Earth is listening to one. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, man, that's... That's so funny. I love the fact that, you know, when Peter Quill finally gets back to Earth and he has the Zune and then, like, you know, Iron Man's going to be like, oh, dude, no, there's this that holds this much, like, unlimited. Oh, yeah, he'd be like, oh, there's a thing like Pandora or Spotify that has unlimited music. He'd be like, wait, what? All I need is a phone? A phone plays music? It's like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I cannot uh, wait for this. When the Guardians finally do show up on Earth, I cannot wait to see what happens because Star-Lord's going to be reintroduced to all this new technology. Rocket's going to finally see a freaking raccoon. Yeah. Because you know uh, somewhere they're going to do some type of rocket meets a raccoon thing. Just this way Rocket can find – this way they can stop doing the whole what's a raccoon thing with him. Yeah. I saw like oh, – I love what was his face, Peter, called him like a trash – like a was Yes, like the trash bandit. Or trash, uh, uh, was it like a trash panda or something like that? Yeah, trash panda. He's all like, you're nothing but a trash panda. And he's all like, is that better? And then he just looks over at Trax and goes, no, it's worse. No. <laughs> 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 stuff like that. Um, yeah, so – and then that fight scene um, between like when they, they're on, you know, Ego – the the planet mm-hmm. and Gamora's like going like something's rot- not right here uh something doesn't feel right all this kind of stuff and like that that was actually pretty interesting um I honestly did not see the fact that uh Ego decided to kill Peter Quill's mom 
Yeah. When he said, um, you know, this is why I had to give your mother cancer. I was like, Oh, you did not just say that right now. Oh yeah. Beautifully delivered. He just flips out and just starts shooting the crap out of him. And I like, I like when all that goes down, they crash the strip in, they, they get Peter out of there. And then he's all like, he's all like, man, you have so many issues. He's like, of course I have issues. That's my, my father. father. <laughs> just like forming back in. <laughs> just like, oh, so many great one-liners in this movie. Oh my God. I get, uh. Oh yeah. I, well, oh, I love the thing with Molly. Man, you're like Harry. Oh well, yeah, they escape from the ship. He's like, man, you're like Mary Poppins. Is he cool? Yeah. Yeah. Mary Poppins is pretty cool. Hey, I'm Mary Poppins, <laughs> y'all. <Like, laughs> oh. Uh, so good. So, but um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so. Go ahead. I was just going to say, um, I'm trying to think of just other stuff in that movie that I want to talk about uh, that was really good and things. So, uh, um, so I'm very interested, like this, um, and this actually took place in a completely different like universe, like from uh, like the, like the original, like, you know, Gardens of the Galaxy, like where they defended with the Nova Corps and stuff like that. Like they're in a completely like new different area. So it's kind of cool how vast, like your space universe can be in, uh, in you the Guardians remember, of Galaxies. They are the Guardians of the Galaxy. So they are the Guardians of that galaxy that they are in. Mm. And from what I've been reading, Earth is not even part of that galaxy. Oh. Interesting. So they're not even in Earth's galaxy anymore. The Milky Way galaxy. Okay, well that would yeah, that would make that'd make a lot of sense. Uh I'm trying to think, is there anything else I wanna touch upon with this movie um do you have any uh, well let's uh, talk about the after credit scenes um oh there you go yeah thank you yeah so the first one we get you see um sean gunn's character practicing with the arrow and whatnot and he's not very good at it and then it ends with the arrow going into drax's throat <laughs> yeah he's just sitting there like screaming like ah ah and then yeah that was... <laughs> okay yeah i forgot about that one um oh, that was great had the... and then like the second one, yeah. I... Um, the second one you get you get to see all the Ravagers, uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone's character, and a bunch of the other ones, and they're like, unfor- it's sad that it was Yondu's death that brought us back for this, but here we are, the original Ravagers, and you see them all like do kind of like a here here type thing, and. Those are the original Guardians of the Galaxy right there. Yeah, Every single right. one of them. I'm known as so, Starhawk. And apparently they may actually be playing a bigger role in the next Guardians movie as well. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, so yeah, there was and that one. one of them that was voiced by Miley Cyrus. Oh, was, oh, was it? Yeah, one of them, uh, I think Mainframe is the name, was voiced by Miley Cyrus. Oh, interesting. That's kind of cool. I like when they, they're doing like the Star Wars stuff, you know, where it's like all these stormtroopers were voiced by different yeah. actors in uh, uh, episode seven. So that's kind of, that's, I like that. Um, okay. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. That was great too. They're like, all right, now let's go steal some shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> so there was that. Um, and then obviously we got to see teenage Groot. Teenage Groot. That was Groot is finally aging. Yes, which that, that's why I was, that's why I think they did the baby thing where it's kind of like we're family, we take care of our own, but now it's like kind of showing like what Yondu had to go with, through with uh, 
with Peter, like, yeah. growing up. So I think that yeah. was genius. I just like how he talked where he was just like, I am grow. Like, it kept, yeah. like, going through, like, the three. I was like, oh, that's genius. So the question is, will we see teenage Groot, or will we finally see, like, an adult Groot in Infinity War? I think we're getting adult Groot Infinity War because you know you want to have that conflict between Hulk and Groot at oh. one point, and and you know yes. you want him to be, like, the huge, like, I am Groot, you know, uh, character again. I you still think it's like genius that... Uh, where it's like, I am Groot, Hulk smash! I am Groot, Hulk smash! <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think it was genius that still uh, Vin Diesel voiced Baby Groot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they probably did something with the voice filter, some of that, but I think that's still like just genius. Like well, he's like, yeah, no, I'm still on my helium. Yeah, probably. He's all like, oh, I got to do Groot now. He's like, I'm Groot. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was a good scene. I'm trying to remember. There's the other. Oh, there's something else. Oh yeah, they did the thing with the Watcher again, where they yeah, like they, they start walking. And then there was the whole Adam Warlock scene with. Um, the sovereign check. Yeah. So that like opened a bunch of doors. I remember when she's like, Oh, I should call him Adam. And I was all like, Oh my God. Like I literally been in theater, like had this conversation, even though I saw it with people, I'm just like, Oh my God, they're doing Adam Warlock. And everyone's like, who? And I'm all like, Holy crap. Like I haven't seen like him. Like the last time he was like, I know he's been in the comics and stuff, but like, I think he might've been on an episode of the nineties x-men at some point i can't remember the last time yeah, i saw I adam warlock in anything. Like, oh my i was like deep cuts like mm-hmm. dang but i think um because like here's the thing though like we've seen adam warlock's cocoon in the collector's um collection that's right yes so during the explosion somehow she probably got the cocoon managed to make the thing to create him or finish it up mm-hmm. or whatever and all it really needs now is just a soul stone yes so that's gonna be that yeah so i think that's like the last credit that's like the last post credit scene so yes i will say this so if you are going if you already listened to this and you haven't seen gardens of the galaxy um that's on you because we did give you spoilers but you know stay stay till the end stay till the end of the credits of that uh i don't know about you but i still have like amateurs what i mean it's like i understand if it's your last like movie or like your last movie your first like marvel film that you've seen but if you've been up to at this point uh, and if you're with people and your friend starts getting up and just, just be courteous, be like, Oh no, dude, sit down. We got some, there's going to be some stuff. There was like people getting up and then stopping in like my line of vision to be like, Oh, there's still stuff going on. I'm like, have you not been to a Marvel yeah. film? Like I had everyone stayed for like the first one and then like the second one, but then yeah. people start getting up afterwards. And, and then like the third one happened and like more people kept getting up. I'm like, guys, do not leave until the credits are done. You see, like, the logo or whatever, and then, like, the lights really turn on. Do not yeah. leave. That's the rule. I mean, I had that same I had that same issue when I saw I saw a early screening of the Alien Covenant film, and it was, like, sitting there in a horror film and people going, like, oh, why are they doing that? Why are they going to that room? I'm like, they need to further the plot. If everyone had common sense in a horror movie, it'd literally be all, like, you want to go to that planet? No. Credits. Like... <laughs> Exactly. No one wants to see that. You're like, you go in there going like, everyone's going to make the worst decisions ever. And then you want to see how this person with no common sense survives. That's the best part about a horror film. You know, you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, that person's going to die. So that's what I just say. So if you're at the theaters, you see your buddies getting up and you're like, no, no, dude, there's more. There's, there's always, yeah. Like Kyle said, wait for that last logo to come up that says Marvel studio and then wait for your lights. 
and then yeah. you go. But uh, yeah, I thought it was just very bizarre. But yeah, that's another thing. Like so, with even with the credits, because there's a bunch of stuff going on. And like you said, it was like, oh, yeah, there's so-and-so. I'm like, oh, that was him. Like, you see, like, there's so many Easter eggs in this movie that I was like, I'm like, I have to, like, literally when I get it on Blu-ray to be, like, pausing it and going, like, oh, okay, oh, okay. Speaking of Easter eggs, I just want to mention this real quick. Apparently, there's still one Easter egg left from the first Guardians of the movie that no one has found. Really? Huh. James Gunn has actually offered, like, a cash money prize for, like, I want to say, like, $15,000 or something like that. Being like, wow. if, for whoever can find it. And people have scanned this movie like crazy. Now, um, someone did find one Easter egg where I guess like if you take like the coordinates of like all the planets in the movie or something like that from the first one and like like match it up with like the um, alphabet, alphabet or something to that effect, like it spells out like mother's cancer caused by ego or something like that. Holy crap. Yeah. So like that was in the first movie, but someone pointed that out to him. He was like, Oh no, no, no. That was meant to be found. That that's not the Easter egg I'm thinking about. Uh, There's an Easter egg still in the guardians of the galaxy movie one that no one has found. Um, I hope it doesn't happen for a long, long time and everything like that. But like, if no one finds it, do you think like James Gunn, like on his deathbed, is going to be like, "It was this." Exactly. Um, now, that's that's crazy. Not even. Here's the thing, though. It may not have even been like um, a Marvel cameo or something like that, a Marvel Easter egg, because obviously he put some of his previous movies into this as well, like in the collector's collection. That's right. So for all we know, it could have just been him in a suit and no one knew about it. That's Yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. Because like people okay, have taken to find the movie digitally scanned, like frame by frame, looking for shit, and they can't find anything. Oh, man, that's nuts. Yeah, so think about that for a little bit. I yeah, I'm gonna dwell on that. I'll put it this way: so if anybody finds it, uh, let us know. Not so we can like take the money or whatnot. I just want to know what it is. Um, um, like yeah, if if anybody finds this in our entire lifespan of doing uh the show and everything like that, uh, let us know. Like contact them first, get your money and everything like that. But let me know what it is because I'm like I can't even. That's like that's so crazy. Like to throw something in there. That would be like, okay, that would be like me making a movie based on all this, like, you know, podcasting stuff. Like, everybody's like, oh, that's from that show. That's from that show. And then just finding something that only, like, literally, like, one person I know knows about it. Throwing it into that film, like, somewhere in the background. And only for that person to be like, oh, <laughs> nice. Like, oh, I know what that's from. And everyone else just going, like. Kind of that's that's what that's like. That's like I created this. There's one thing in there for one person. Literally, just one person will get that joke, and that's all the reason why I did it for. Oh man, that's God. Man, I want to see. It's funny. I like that he's still in this franchise. Like he's gonna be like the first one to like film all three like uh, Marvel movies because usually people like drop off of like the second film. Sorry, I'm looking up seeing uh, what other people are saying about the uh, stuff, about the oh, hidden yeah. Easter egg. It's all like, 
Kyle is very focused on something. He's researching. Okay, what is he researching? Because um, usually yeah. he's not paying attention. He's got his head back and he's just going. It's true. It's very, very true. He, see, he edits the show, so he already edits all that stuff out. Um, so no one knows like the yeah. actual. Sorry, I just removed the magic. I mean, we're we're what ninety seven episodes in. Yeah, it's all right to remove the the magic from this. Um, so um, but uh, yeah. but yeah. Other otherwise, I enjoyed it. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed the first one. But those are like completely two different reasons. Like I think I think the second movie is wonderful and fantastic, and I love it. I think the first one. I think I I as I don't know. Like I just. I, I like that one, I guess. I guess I just like how they're really more misfits in the first one, and this one they're kind of mm. a little bit more recognized of, oh, they're they're heroes kind of thing. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, great movie, fun. Um, is there anything that you didn't like, Kyle, or you just was like, oh, no, I enjoyed it. I loved it. Very perfect. So yeah, so I think probably the next yeah the next movie that's coming out is Wonder Woman, which I'm I'm really excited for. For I have no idea what reasons because they haven't really advertised much of any of it. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure we'll probably hopefully try to see that and talk about it as soon as possible. Also, of course, you know Spider-Man: Homecoming in July, and then the next two movies won't be coming out until the fall. But uh, yeah, we got we got a lot of stuff. Shows will be wrapping up, so I think probably our next episode is probably the whole wrap up of the the CW DCW uh, shows and uh, getting ready for, um, Oh yeah. Oh, that's what I forgot. Spider-Man comes out in July and then we got defenders coming out in uh, August. Mm-hmm. So that's going to that's well, be good. Probably so. by then I won't be around anymore. So Kyle, like I always said, the door is always open. You all, oh, you have to be like, Hey dude, I just saw this movie. You want me to come on? I'll be like, dude. Yeah. Get on. <laughs> come here. Like you're in, so I yeah. So anytime you're like, hey, I want to come on. I saw this movie. Let's talk about. It. I'm like, dude, you're always the door's always open. Your seat is never going to be filled. In fact, I built a new seat for people because they're like, <laughs> like oh, I've seen that. It's gonna be okay. It's a prime example. It's like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. When uh, Roger goes to sit in Eddie's like brother's seat, and he's like, no, oh! like that's like my thing. I'm like, no, no, no. That seat is reserved for Kyle, and they'll be like, but he's not physically even here. I'm like, it doesn't. You have a seat here. Sit in there. I don't want to <laughs> sit in the baby seat. Sit in the baby seat. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you for so, that. So yeah, don't, don't. Yeah, no, don't ever worry about that, man. You cannot be replaced. Mm. Yeah, my. Because you know why, Kyle? Your family, man. Thank you. All right, so we're doing a Gardens of the Galaxy two thing here now. Yeah. Hashtag family. Right. So is there anything else okay. you want to add? Uh, no, I think that I think I'm I think I'm all issued out. Ha <laughs> ha, that was bad. Um, <laughs> uh, but Kyle, take us away with those great words. But before before we go with that, you can also find us at Longboxcast on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Um, uh, and then don't forget to follow our Facebook page. You know, Facebook backslash uh, Longboxcast and whatnot. So yeah, um, and then I think that's that's it for this episode. So Kyle, if you want to take us away with those those lovely lovely words. Long box cast. Too many issues for a short box. Hey, Steve. Yeah. We're getting a Deadpool cartoon. I am so stoked with that. That is coming to you. FX oh. or FX. FXX. Yeah. Um, ge- Which like, is better because I get that channel. I Me, mean, I was just like genius like like and uh, uh was it donald donald glover is going to be like showrunner like yeah 
that's amazing. Like he's already in depth with like Marvel stuff, anyways. I mean, like he's the voice of one of the Spider Mans on one of the cartoon yep, shows. Morales. He's gonna be in the new Spider Man movie, I believe. Um, but yeah, so that I'm just like, so this is a guy who knows comic books. Uh, Childish mm-hmm. Gambino, uh, his music as well and stuff uh, is amazing. So yeah, I'm I'm super stoked. I'm just curious who they're gonna get to play Deadpool. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of shooting for. Nolan North. For Nolan North. Yeah. Kind of hoping too. they do that. Or if they want if they want the poor man's version, I can just do a a really bad version of the Ryan Reynolds from the movie and <laughs> they can just uh, well, they can pay me half. But I'll even take Will Friedle, who did Deadpool in um uh Ultimate Spider Man. Like those to but, me like But Nolan North has the, like they have to at least consider Nolan North. Yeah. Because he did Deadpool in the Wolverine versus um, uh, Hulk movie, and then he also did Deadpool for the Marvel versus Capcom games. Yeah, and also his own like finally Deadpool, Deadpool video yep. game, which was just just great. And the funny part with that Deadpool game, I was like, oh my god, they're doing the other voices, like in his head, where he has like complete conversations with like. You know, it's like him, the crazy one, the one that's quote unquote tries to be like smart or whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's just like I'm like, holy crap! I haven't seen them like do that like the comic. So um, it's gonna be interesting. I'm I'm very yeah. curious. So I think uh, I think the yeah because I think they're I'm trying to remember where they they did that with Spawn a while back. They did the like the the Spawn cartoon show on HBO. Uh, like in the early 90s. So this to me is going to hopefully be kind of like the same thing where it's going to be like, you know, good storyline, good story arc going on, but still like, you know, the funny comedy of Deadpool and action and fun. And just being a cartoon show would be mm-hmm. great because you know he's going to be all like oh, yeah. breaking so many fourth walls. So, oh uh, yeah, so that's that's exciting. So kids, that's why I always say, is wait till the end of the credits. You learn things. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Well, you- Bye. Hey everybody, Eric here to tell you about a special promotion my charity Comicare is running. We are up for a challenge and we need your support. At Comicare we spend all year traveling to hospitals and collecting smiles from children and their families and leave comic books behind to keep the smiles going. Well now we want to see your smiles and we want to post them on our pages too. This July 20th through 23rd we will bring Arizona Tony Stark to the San Diego International Comic Con and take on one of our biggest challenges yet. We will have four days to collect as many pictures as we can of smiling supporters with Tony. How many can we collect? A hundred? Three hundred? Five hundred? We'll run for the one thousand mark, but you never know. Will you pledge a couple of pennies for each photo we collect? Just think, if you pledge just two cents per picture and we collect a hundred photos, your donation will be two dollars. If we collect a thousand, twenty dollars. Either way, a small price to pay to be part of our continuing mission. We appreciate all your support in the past and we know you will enjoy being a part of this adventure. So please visit comicare.org slash 1000smiles. That's C-O-M-I-C-A-R-E dot org slash 1000smiles. Visit our page, click that pledge button, and throw us a couple of cents per smile. You're free to put a cap on your donation so it doesn't get out of hand just in case Tony gets crazy and gets 10,000 smiles. You don't have to worry about getting nuts. Just visit our page at comicare.org slash 1000smiles and make your pledge today.